Hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcome to the Sideline Speaks with myself, Brittany Jones, alongside Jason Collins and Kevin Walker right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. First and foremost, Happy New Year's, guys. What's going on, K-Walk and Jay? All is well, all is well. To piggyback on Brittany, Brittany said, Happy New Year's, all guys. Great to be back, guys, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's great to be back. It's been a while. We're going to dust the rust off tonight and, and have a great show. So it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little rusty. Who's my team again? They're right behind you, Britt. They're think, right behind you. I think I won't forget. I'm just playing. Liar. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Liar>. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Y'all ready to talk some sports? Let's, Let's do, do it. it. I got something to say. You know what? I'm going to save it for the rent. Never mind. I just changed my rent right there that fast in my head. So there you go. So we're going to get started instead. There we go. So we got to have a rent tonight. All right. We have a backup rent. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Uh, let's get started. I want to get into the NBA um, because this young man, as we all know, served a 25-game suspension to start the season. And then he came back to play in nine games. He actually played very well. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about John Morant. Um, and then unfortunately it was recently announced that he had season ending surgery due to a shoulder tear. I just want to know your thoughts on the impact that this can have, will have on the Grizzlies. Jay, I'm gonna come to you first. Well, I think the Grizzlies are done. I mean, if you look at how they played when he was out, it doesn't look like it's very promising that they're going to be any good without him. So I, I think for the Grizzlies, you know, I hate to say it, but their season is probably over. Um, I, I think they're going to lose a lot of basketball games. You know, if you want to kind of flip it and look at it from a positive, they, they might position themselves to get a good draft pick in the upcoming NBA draft and, and give Ja mm -hmm. some additional help when he does come back. But I think for Ja and the Grizzlies, you can just kind of write this season off. And I think they just have to, you know, try to gear up and prepare for next year because they're, they're not going to be able to do anything without him in the lineup. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Jay. Uh, I don't they look terrible. <laughs> so without him for the first 25 games of the season. Um, and it's surprising because you have Marcus Smart. I think people forgot Marcus Smart was even on the team um, and his leadership and his capabilities. He's not necessarily superstar talent, but he should be provide something to help your team. Um, they have some talent over there, but they just can't seem to bring it all together without John Moran. John Moran brings this team all together and he helps to elevate them big time. You see what they did last year in the playoffs the year prior, and they was on that trajectory to do that same thing with him this year. But without him, I agree. I could see a lottery pick team, top five even, maybe. Uh, but K-Walk, your thoughts? Yeah, I piggyback on everything you guys said, echo everything you guys said. You know, Jay, when before you Jay said about the lottery picks, I was just hearing ping pong balls in my head as soon as because you know, just hearing that lottery thing going on. because uh, that's the first thing that jumped in my mind when you posed the question, uh, Britt. But yeah, I mean, I, I think they their their season is done. I know you, you know, you talk to these guys and you sit each uh, sit each and every one of these guys down, they're not gonna admit to that, but it's gonna be hard for them to overcome this loss, you know, especially being mm -hmm. Without him in the 25 games, you know, you would hope they would like try to keep their head above water, knowing he was coming back after that 25 game suspension. Now he's gone for the season. Now it's like, what do we do? Now the front office is wondering, do we do we sell at the trading deadline or do we just use these draft picks that we're probably going to get 
to bring some veteran leadership in here. You don't want to really start young. You want to bring some young, some better talent in here. Do you do it through the draft? Do you do a free agent? Do you do it via trade um, at this point? So the front office has to look at it from that standpoint. But, um, yeah, definitely going to hurt the Grizzlies without question. Um, you know what? I was happy for the young man because he came back and he looked like he just loved the game. And some of those plays that he made, I mean, his first game back, what? Like he had a game winner, um, mm-hmm. you know, at, you know, his first game back. So you knew he was itching to come back, and, he, and that's something he loves. And, you know, if you look at it from the standpoint where, you know, with these guys and they, and they put themselves in these situations, you know, you take something from them that they love, not just from a, a financial standpoint, but from a livelihood standpoint, you know, you take away something you love like that, man, it's going to, uh, it's going to be an eye opener uh, for sure. And that's what it was for John Morant. And you saw the way he came back in that first game, how much he missed the game. And I think the game kind of missed him a, a little bit as well, but yeah, I think it's going to hurt the Grizzlies for sure. John Morant's got to get his mind right, meaning from a mental standpoint, because you, you time you go out, you know, you lose a season. And I've been there when you go out in a season-ending injury, you just don't know what to do with yourself, man. Anytime you're away mm-hmm. from the game or something you love, you just don't know what to do with yourself. But it helps with your mental to, to prepare mentally uh, for sure. I think it's, it's, it's a blessing in disguise, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, just he's got to make sure he stays on the right track. He seemed like he was doing a little bit better after that 25 game suspension. I know he did the little, you know, thing during the game, but I think yeah. that was just more of us, you know, the celebration he did. I don't want to do it here on screen. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, when he did the, the, the shooting thing with yeah. his hands. Um, and he got a lot of flack from that, which is, I don't understand that because someone else, did it as well and they praise a lot of these guys do it yeah right they do as a celebration he didn't mean nothing any harm by it um but he seemed like he was really you know trying to mature and grow and head into the right direction so hopefully this doesn't take him away from his progress that he has made thus far um you know like you say he stays on track hopefully he gets his mental together during this time um physical of course he's going to definitely have to work on that so um, but I'm definitely praying for him and his speedy recovery. But we know it's the injury he's going to come back from. He's going to um, yeah. be able to play uh, um, the same as he was prior. Jay, any final thoughts on this? No, I, but I think you're right, Britt. I do think that's a good point. You know, when you kind of get outside of the normal structure of I need to be here at this right. time, we're getting on the plane at this time, mm-hmm. right? When you get out of that structure with an injury, especially yeah. for a guy like Ja, who's had a few things happen off the court. Mm-hmm. I do think that's a legitimate concern just to say, hey, with maybe a little less structure in his life as he's trying yeah. to rehab and get healthy, hopefully nothing comes up. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think that's a good point. And hopefully he's learned from some of those experiences and kind of keeps himself clean as he's trying to get healthy. Yeah, and just to add on to that a little bit, guys, mm-hmm. because I was actually there in that situation where my senior year, my first senior year at Temple, I went down with a broken coll- collarbone, and I didn't want to be a – it was the first game of the season, first drive of the season, and I was without the game, and I didn't know how to be without the game. First time I was going to be without the season, and I didn't know how to handle myself um, off the court, I mean, off the field, you know, not being around, you know, being in meetings at a certain time, being in the weight room at a certain time, you know, things yep. of that nature. And I went into the coaches and, you know, Jay, you know, if you if you're hurt or you're injured, you don't generally travel with the team. Right. You know, you're generally 
put on the shelf, if you will. And I begged the coach, Coach Dickerson, to allow me to still travel with the team because I wanted to be a part. I still wanted to be a part of it from the mm-hmm. mental aspect of it, not the, so much the physical, but from the mental aspect. So that that it plays a key part in that, and it helped me so much to develop after that point. So I, I guarantee you that he's if he does it the right way and he surrounds the right people around him, he'll be back stronger than ever for, for sure. Yes, absolutely. Um, again, praying for your speedy recovery and come back and just dominate how you are. All right, guys, we're going to move on. This I just thought of um, as we were speaking, actually, and I really want to know your thoughts. So it's not on our topic list that we normally send out prior to the show. Um, but I want to talk about it because recently, Alan Iverson, he put Kobe number two after Mike Williams. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and it has been a major thing all of a sudden. You know, Alan Iverson has actually said this for years. It's not the first time he's saying this guy. He has said this for years. Then Stephen A. Smith comes out. Stephen A. Smith comes out. Uh, for those who don't know from first take, ESPN, for sure, we're all sports friends, fans that we know. Um, and he says he thought Allen Iverson was basically out of his mind. He has LeBron James at number two all time. <laughs> but there have been plenty of athletes have come out and actually stood with Allen Iverson and what he stated from Shaq to uh, Kenyon Martin and many, many more uh, Hall of Famers and so forth. So I want to know your thoughts. Is it MJ, LeBron, and the rest? Or is it MJ, Kobe, and the rest? <laughs> what are your thoughts? And I think actually, Stephen, I don't know if he has Kobe in his top five. So do you have Kobe at num- in your top five? Know what? The first question. Just forget the second part. The- we're going to go with the first question. Okay. K-Rock, I'm going to come to you first. No, I can. I don't. Do I have Kobe in my top five? I don't know if I have Kobe in my top five. Do I? Um, I think no. I, do I? I have to look at my. I do have a list here, ladies and gentlemen. I really do. I save all my lists because sometimes they are subject to change. But um, just to talk on uh, uh, AI's uh, argument, I can see it, ladies and gentlemen. I can see it because there were times that I put Kobe um, ahead of LeBron. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't put him ahead of LeBron because of the whole LeBron MJ talk, but I always wonder why Kobe wasn't in the uh, the conversation as far as being one of the greatest. Not saying the greatest, but one of the greatest. And I always say from time to time that Kobe was be- is better than LeBron, was better than LeBron, or better than LeBron is. But no, I it never that that conversation never really took off, if you will, because mm-hmm. it was kind of like, all right, well, it's it's cool, it's, it's, it's MJ, LeBron, and like you mentioned, uh, uh, Britt, everyone else. But I can I can see the argument, man. I really can, and and I and I, I would side with Kobe uh, with AI and, and the Kobe talk. I would, and, and I know you're probably gonna say, well, hey, Kev, you're 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 K Walk, you're you're LeBron hater. Yeah, I'm still bitter. I'm still bitter that he left the heat. I'm still bitter, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna be the first one to admit it. But, um, but all seriousness, I mean, I can see the argument, I and mean, that's why I don't. I mean, I, that's why I don't consider LeBron the greatest because there. I think you have to. He has to get past the Kobe talk before he can get mm-hmm. into that MJ talk, in my opinion. So I agree with AI. Yeah, you make valid points. Um, I feel like people forgot. I really do feel like people forget. Um, I, I think once you see all these new players and they're very talented, um, very, you know, what they call now box office dynamic, you tend to forget what the people, the past players did, the former Hall of Famers, the former champions did. And Kobe was dominant. <laughs> he was yes. pure dominance. 
I don't care if he has Shaq. I, I don't care if he had Shaq, you know, whether you have Shaq or you don't have Shaq, you still got to play your part. And he did above and beyond um, when a lot of people, if they play with Shaq, maybe they're not doing with the things that Kobe are able to do. Um, I'm not sure. Did Shaq maybe make some things easier? Maybe. But you could say that when LeBron played with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh and all the other former All-Stars that he played with, Ray Allen and so forth. But Kobe was dominant. He was the second coming of Michael Jordan. The closest thing to Michael Jordan was Kobe Bryant. You could see it from their moves, everything. He studied Michael <laughs> freaking Jordan. So you got 1A. And I'll give you Kobe one B basically. Um, so yes, if I had to go in whichever order, I'm going with Kobe number two, and then LeBron is after wherever. Kobe is in my top five, by the way. He is absolutely in my top five, and I'm not being biased because he's from the Philadelphia area, partly. But yeah, I'm that's not all being right. Biased. <laughs> all right. Before uh, Jay, before Jay starts, I did look at my list. I have it. I have Kobe three. I do have Kobe three. Ladies three. And gentlemen. Okay. I have Who's MJ two? at one. I have two at Magic. I have Magic at two. Okay. And then yeah, I have see? I have the Dream, and then I have LeBron at five. So, okay. Just to let you know that. So there you go. Um, so yeah, Kobe is definitely in my top five, and I do put him above of LeBron and primarily, regardless of talent, what to me beats talent overall is mentality. His mentality is ridiculous. That's the, that's the difference there. Yeah. Um, I think Michael Jordan even said, I thought I was nuts. <laughs> uh, so Kobe was probably even worse calling me up at 3 a.m. trying yeah. to get advice from me. So yeah. But Jay, what are your thoughts on this? It's funny because like so much of this is really just down to like your preference, right? Like Kobe, like when Mike stopped playing, Kobe was my next guy. Like he was the guy for me. I loved Kobe. He was the best player in the league for me. I always thought he got overlooked a little bit because he was on the team with Shaq. And I honestly think like of all the like elite, elite, great players, Kobe is the one in the media that gets slighted the most. But yeah. when you talk to players that actually played against Kobe, played against LeBron, every time I see those interviews, those guys have Kobe ahead of LeBron. Not all of them, but I've seen a lot of guys that have played against both, and they take Kobe every single time. So I think the media has done Kobe a disservice mm -hmm. by trying to push him down the ranks. But people that have played against him have, have seen him up close they all have Kobe high on their list. So, I, and, and, and look, it's not a crazy argument. Like to say you have Kobe over LeBron, it's not like you're saying something that's just so ridiculous that Stephen A's like, oh, you got to be crazy to have that. I right. mean, I think people get infatuated with LeBron's numbers. Obviously, if you play as long as he, he has, you're going to have tremendous numbers. But to me, the numbers just don't tell the entire story. Like I kind of rank my guys as when I watch you play, who looks like the better basketball player? Like if right. I was choosing up sides, who would I want on my team? And for me, I would take Kobe over LeBron. Yeah. When, just speaking to your last point, Jay, you know, me wanting to choose. I want to choose a player that's guaranteeing me a win. And Kobe's mentality is saying, we're going to win. He said yeah. it a thousand times and he has proven it over a thousand times. So you want that guy on your team. Yes. LeBron is a winning type of player, but Kobe's mentality is was to tell you, I'm going to beat LeBron and he can't do nothing about it. I'm pretty sure LeBron would say that himself. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, K Walk, any final, final thoughts on this? 
No, just uh, just uh, you know everything we I agree with everything you guys said, and and I stand by where I said, and I put this in ink, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't put it in pencil, so I'm not changing any of this. <laughs> and LeBron's great. Like we're yeah, not saying a, LeBron's a bum, no, not at all. But at I, all. I think LeBron has been inflated a little bit, and I think mm-hmm. Kobe has been pushed yeah. down, especially in the media and, and some of these guys that are, that we see on TV every single day. Yeah, Jay, I'm glad you said that because sometimes when we make an argument and we big up one person or we praise one person mm-hmm. they seem to think that we're disrespecting the other person exactly. that's, that's not what we're doing here that this is we're not disrespecting uh lebron by praising kobe ladies and gentlemen okay by by not by no stretch right well okay well you, you okay a little sour so i'm, I'm, I'm not i'm not disrespecting the man is great the man is great i mean he has a great birthday and all that good stuff so i mean he's oh yeah cool. i forgot y'all got the same birthday ah, whatever <laughs> all right let's move on let's move on <laughs> Uh, before we move on to the next topic, um, I just want to say, please make sure you like, subscribe, and comment uh, at The Sideline Speaks on YouTube. We are also on Twitter, um, and as well as anywhere you can listen to your podcast, again, at The Sideline Speaks, and as well as we're live, we're talking. Um, if you comment, ask us a question right here, we would do our best to pop you up on our screen or um, answer your questions as much as possible. All right, let's get back into it. Back to our regularly scheduled program. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I want to get back to the NBA. I'm going to talk about Mr. Draymond Green. So after being indefinitely suspended, if that's what you want to call, call it, he was only suspended for 12 games. He has officially been reinstated. Do you think he should have been suspended for longer after punching, I think it was Nurkic, if I can recall? Okay, welcome. Yeah. Come to you first. You know what, Brett? I don't know. Like, you know, when we say indefinite, we we don't know what that number means. And what the NBA and what Adam Silver said is as much time as it takes for him to get right. So mm-hmm. apparently, that's what it took. I mean, as much time as it for him to take. It might have been twelve games, but it probably was longer than that. As far as you know, you know, you know, the day and time and it, the weeks go, whatever long it was. So obviously he had to go through different type of protocols and different type of things of that nature to pass it, you know, to pass it and to uh, and to get back to be reinstated. Now, I, I, I read somewhere I saw something that Adam Silver actually talked um, Draymond Green out of retirement because he really contemplated retirement, meaning Draymond Green. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so he's back. He's ready to go. And, and everyone did their due diligence whatever was set in place. Um, he went through every single step that you had to take mm-hmm. to get back to being reinstated. So, yeah, 12 games, I don't think you could put a number on indefinite. No one really knows what that number is when you when you hear indefinite. Um, it could range from anywhere from one to forever, you know what I mean? So, uh, that they, you know, obviously, he did what he had to do to get back on the court. So, um, you know, you know, kudos to him. And the reason why I said that, because I don't know exactly what he had to go through, but I know he did. He went through what he had to go through uh, to get back to where he's at. So uh, just hats off to him and, and the NBA and, and, and the Warriors and, and everyone involved uh, for, for putting him in the right state to get back and involved. And, and hopefully we'll see a calmer, tamer uh, Draymond Green. I don't know if that's an oxymoron saying Draymond Green and being tame. I don't know if that's an oxymoron <laughs> or not. But nonetheless, um, hopefully we'll see a better Draymond Green if we will. Okay, well, I got a follow up question for you. Sure. If that was Joe Smith, now wait, he was actually yeah, a former you. NBA player. So <laughs> oh, yeah, from Maryland. Yeah. <laughs> He's got some problems me, of his own. Right, right. Let, me, let me choose another name. If that was, I don't know, Joe 
Collins. There we go. I got, sorry, Jay. I could just. I could That's all right. Name. We'll go with that. If that was here we go. If that was Kevin Collins, there we go. I'm gonna use both okay. your names. Oh, there you go. And he wasn't of Draymond Green's level in the NBA or statue in the NBA. Do you feel the same as far as the suspension? Do you think the NBA will say, you know what, you're going to be suspended longer than the 12 games for the physically punching somebody? Yeah. And this is not his first offense. Mind no, right. Third, fourth, fifth, however many you count them. So are we are we comparing apples to apples, meaning that he's got the same track record as 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 Draymond Green as well, or he just punched that particular player? Is that he what we're just punched at? that that player? He's not of the same level of a Draymond okay. Green. Maybe he's a big um, player that's coming off. And just, I think okay. he, I I think he may have gotten you know a ten, five, ten. I, you know that was you know you can see that was blatant. Um, so that's a great question, Brett. To be perfectly honest with you, but um, I I think. They would have gotten the same amount. Would they have gotten the care and the, and the support? Would have that Joe, that Kevin Collins, as you mentioned, um, gotten the same support from you know the league, Adam Silver, you know his respective team? That's a question. That's a great question. There, what would they have happened? Had it had? Um, I would say no. If it was just a regular average Joe guy, just just playing, mm-hmm. you know, playing, you know, nineteen minutes a game or whatever the case may be, he probably got longer, Brady, if not the right. season, because that was that was really, you know, that was really an, an uh, a rough uh, a rough look for for Draymond mm-hmm. Green, especially you know with his track record. So to answer the question, I say all that to, to answer your question is that I think it would have been longer. I think it would have been longer, Brett. But you know, I think a lot of people support Draymond Green because they see a lot. I guess apparently they see the good in him. There's a lot of, right. lot of good in him. So that's why they, they went that route. But it's hard to say who that Kevin Collins would be and what his mindset is and, you mm-hmm. know, what he's want, what he's going through prior to that. But I, I think he probably would have got the same suspension. I'll, I'll retract it a little bit. I'll, I'll say mm-hmm. the same suspension. Okay, Walker, you're so good with names because I forgot the name I even made up. Uh, <laughs> Jay, so coming to you, what are your thoughts on this? And do you think it was kind of like a light punishment for him? Do you think this is something he could learn from? Um, When it first happened, when I first saw it, I thought somewhere between 10 to 20 games was probably going to be appropriate. Mm-hmm. And that, he's, he's losing a lot of money sitting out. So 12 games, even though it doesn't really sound like a lot, in an 80 game season, I mean, it's a decent little chunk and it's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I I'm okay with, with the 12 games, uh, if that's what it's going to be before he returns. But Britt overall, I'm, I'm sick of Draymond green. Like I mm-hmm. really am. I am just so tired of Draymond green, like all mm-hmm. the antics, punching people, choking people, swinging his arms. Like I'm just tired of all of it. Just play basketball. What, what Draymond green feels like to me, he feels like an aging NFL wide receiver who used to be really good and now he's not great anymore. So his antics overshadow his play. And we mm-hmm. all know what happens to those guys. They're out of the league because they're no longer worth the headache. And I mm-hmm. think that's the path that Draymond Green is on. It wouldn't surprise me if in a year or two, this guy is no longer in the league, especially if he has more incidents. Like if he keeps himself clean and he's learned from this Mm -hmm. and there's no more issues, okay, fine. But if in three or four weeks we're talking about this guy, you know, hitting somebody below the belt or or there's Mm -hmm. some other kind of cheap shot or something like that, 
I just think at some point he's not worth it anymore. And so that, so that's just kind of where I am with Draymond Green right now. Yeah, uh jam with you. <laughs> I'm 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 tired of him. You know, it's like his antics is is to me trumping his his talent, I guess you can say, or what once was his talent from prior. He's not the same uh, uh, guy that he once was because he's getting older and he's aging. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out what does Golden State need from this guy. Is it still the leadership aspect? Is Steph Curry, that's it. Is Steph Curry not providing enough leadership, which I feel like he can. Um, do you not believe that you guys can't win without him? I'm not exactly sure why they're hanging on to Draymond Green so much. He's earned his money. He's earned his rings. He's going to have the respect for years to come. Um, maybe a Hall of Famer. Uh, for primary, in my opinion, the rings. I don't know about the, the statistics, but <laughs> mainly the rings. Right. Um, you know, I just, I'm tired of it. I'm, I'm tired. Just this, like you said, Jay, just swinging on people, the unnecessary stuff, laying on people's ankles and falling yeah. stepping on their heads. And it's just like, he's the only one that gets away with it. And so, and I understand Adam Silver's, uh, intentions, commissioners, Adam Silver's intentions to try to help someone, but enough is enough you have to be able to help yourself and he doesn't yeah. care enough to want to help himself he, he he doesn't he it's his way or the highway so i don't know maybe he did learn after the umpteenth time i'm big on giving somebody a second chance maybe a third chance but you were talking about five six seven eight nine ten chances now <laughs> um so and it's exhausting um yeah. me personally i probably want to never talk to him out of retiring i just say yeah it might be time for you to sit to hang him up you know, but I res- I can respect Adam Silver for trying to help someone in this, I guess, in his situation to hopefully help him to grow a little bit more. But he's almost to be 40 before we know it. So I don't know how much more growing <laughs> he's going to do. It's not like he's John Morant's age. Right. Um, He's getting older. Um, But yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with him. Anyway. Yeah, and you, you got to wonder, like, what going forward, what's going, what you know, what is the stipulations of his reinstatement? Like, you know, if you get a certain amount of text, technical fouls, if you get a flagrant foul, we you know, are you done? I mean, what you know, I don't know. I didn't see any of the, you know, the, the fine printer, if you will, or what is laid out for him. Maybe it'll come out, you know, in the near future as far as, you know, him being banked back on the court. If you get a technical foul, you know, you suspended for five games. If you get two, the rest, you know, so forth and so on. I want to, I want to see what that's about. If there are any, you know, to be perfectly honest with you, I want to see that. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, but I guess we'll see what happens. But I do feel like if that happens, then he'll officially retire. <laughs> he'll officially or say, just, you know or what? Be banned. Or be banned. <laughs> right, or be banned. Mm-hmm. So, um, but all right, guys, we're going to head into break. I know I'm heading into break just a couple minutes earlier on the back side of this break or the other side of this break. I want to go into some fun stuff and a little bit more NBA. So it may take a little bit longer on the other side. <laughs> Bear with me, Jay. Bear with me. Um, oh, you're good. Hey. Take your time. We're going to talk about them Cowboys at some point tonight, so it's all good. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I ain't scared to talk about no Cowboys. What that mean to me? Because <laughs> they want to the eat. I'm going to get my popcorn during the break. I'm going to get my popcorn during the break. You could claim the NFC East title, but what NFC else you going to East claim? champs, baby. 
NFC East champs. I did that. That's something we hang up now. That's, that's <laughs> what we proud of. That's what the that, that's, that's what the, it's come down to. That's the that first step. You can only you can only take the steps in front of you. That's the first step. Who are you beating to get to the Super Bowl? Oh, we got nice. I, I love the these. Stanford, I love these matchups. These matchups are good. <laughs> you gotta go to the 49ers. Hey, we, we yeah, we're gonna have to see San Fran. There's no question about yeah, it. Don't put no pressure on my team, guys. Hey, look, they ain't got nothing to do. Don't put no pressure. We <laughs> got no pressure on <laughs> this San Fran team is so darn good, but you know, hey, we're gonna be praying, we're gonna be hoping, wishing, dreaming that maybe just maybe we can get past them. All right, Jay, we're going to talk about it on the other on your segment. Uh, on the basketball segment this time around. All right, guys, we're going to head into break. When we come back, like I said, we'll talk about more basketball. And then I got a little fun segment um, that we're going to do. Um, but you guys, oh, please, please, before we get out of here or go to break, again, like, comment, subscribe um, to us right on YouTube at The Sideline Speaks. Again, we're also on Twitter at Sideline Speaks. Any, anywhere you can listen to your podcast. So that's Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and so forth. But you guys are watching The Sideline Speaks with myself, Brittany Jones, alongside Jason Collins <clears throat> and them daggling cowboys and Kevin Walker right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get-offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. Your inside never had it so good sports radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back to the sideline. Speaks with myself, Brittany Jones, alongside Jason Collins and Kevin Walker right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. All right, guys. I got a couple more NBA questions, and then we're going to go into my little fun segment. Um, <clears throat> this is interesting because everything that's going on with Draymond, he is now officially back. Um, we all know Denver Nuggets won the championship last year. Golden State Warriors won two years ago. And I know we asked this question before, I do believe. But now the feelings are different now. Is the Golden State dynasty over? Okay, well, uh, Jay, I'm going to come to you first. Uh, yeah, Britt, it's over. It's, <laughs> I think it's definitely over. <clears throat> and maybe, and, and you're right, we did talk about this before, and I'm not sure. I, I may have said then that I thought they still had a shot. <laughs> I can't remember. But now I, I think it's over. I think the competition in the West is too good. I think they're going to have a, a very hard time getting out of the West. And if they do manage to get out, they're going to have to play a really good team in the finals. So to me, I just don't think they have the firepower anymore. Clay is a shell of himself. Steph is still playing at a really high level. We, we talked about Draymond and all his issues. And also, like people have to remember, like when they were winning those championships, they had a really good roster. Like right? They bought, bought really good players off the bench 
in the years before KD was there. And then obviously once you have KD, um, you know, you're, you're talking about a whole different animal there. So I just don't think they have the team to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Steph is still great, but I just don't think they have the complementary pieces to get it done, especially given the competition that they would have to face to get out of the West. I think it's over, Britt. I don't think the Warriors will win another championship. Yeah, Jay, I'm with you um, 100%. Uh, I think it's over. I think it was over after their last championship. Um, remember, we were questioning whether they could win that one, and yeah. they managed to win that one. Um, and, you know, we, we all said it was like a well-oiled machine, or K-Walk was saying that. We kind of just took that from them. <laughs> we felt like it was a well-oiled machine. Um, but there were so many teams then that were very close and on the verge of taking over, and the Denver Nuggets – Last year showed, you know what, we got this. Um, and actually, I think they lost to the – did they lose to the Kings? Or they just beat the Kings? They beat the Kings last year, but they – who they lose to? They lost to the Lakers, didn't they? It was the Lakers? The Lakers beat them. I think so. Yeah. Okay, so they lost to the Lakers, um, which in years prior, they're not losing to that Lakers team. I don't care how talented LeBron is, how talented AD is. Um, when they was on that run, they were not losing to anyone. But you could see the aging process going on here. Um, as talented as Steph Curry is, Clay is just non-existent. I don't know what happened to him. I don't know if the injuries just kind of messed him up a little bit, slowed him down. Um, but his shot doesn't even look the same at times. Like we said, Draymond Green, Jay, like you just said, in and out of the lineup, can't stay focused on what's right. Yeah. Um, I think he's trying too hard to do the wrong thing to try to help his team win versus just playing basketball. Yeah. Andrew Wiggins, what happened to him? He was a big contributor. Uh, he made big contributions in that 2022 championship team. He's non-existent. It just doesn't feel the same. They don't have that same energy that we're normally used to. You know, Steph is doing his best to carry this team, but it's only but so much he could he can do uh, with the talent that he's ha- he has. But K-Walk, what, what do you thought? Do you still think this is a well-oiled machine? Oh, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> not at all, but I it's, and it's hard going after you guys, you know, after that, after everything you guys said. So the only thing that I can add on to it is, is this my opinion is no, <laughs> just absolutely no. There's, they're no longer a dynasty. The dynasty is over. Uh, I forget exactly how you posed the question, but it's no longer a dynasty. The dynasty is over. Um, we talked about Draymond and what he has to, what he's going through, uh, um, you know, from his mental standpoint. Mm-hmm. And then Jay, you mentioned where, where I was going to go with, if I had let off was Clay Thompson. You just, you just don't know what Clay Thompson yeah. is going to, to show up uh, each and every night. You know what you're going to get out of Steph Curry. Steph Curry can only do so much. And, and like Jay mentioned, the supporting cast is just not there for, for Dray. I mean, for uh, Steph Curry. Uh, any longer. I mean, you you can go down and listen to this guy would be this guy. You have a big, you, have, you know, you have Draymond, you have Clay, you know, the Splash Brothers. Now they're the Flash Brothers, you know, they're they're, they're burnt out, you know, there's a burnt out Flash Brothers, so they're no longer there. So, uh, yeah, you don't see any quality coming off of the bench either. Steve Kerr looks like he's he's kind of like he he needs a break from, you know, from, from the game. He needs to step away a yeah. little bit. So, yeah, definitely – um, just to you know, add on to that, with echoes what you guys said is that yeah, this dynasty is no longer that. It's now you know no longer the '80s, so it's not dynasty. It's no longer a dynasty. The <laughs> series, I mean that that series is over. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't know if they could try to make a trade to 
um, try to get on the right path. I just don't know what type of trade they would make. I know they yeah, have a lot of money. Yeah. Right. I don't. They have a lot of money tied up between their three main guys, and that's Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, as well as um, <clears throat> Seth Curry. Um, and I think they paid Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, Wiggins not that long he's gone. not cheap either. So. Right. Yeah. So, and I don't know what assets they have in order to really get anybody that can really help them. Maybe, I guess, a third or fourth superstar, however you want to put them in whichever order, I guess you could say, that could really turn this um, situation around. Um, I'm trying to think, what is their, yeah, they're 17 and 19. You know, we're almost halfway through the season in a couple weeks, actually. My goodness, time goes by fast. I know, right? Jeez. Um, so, and then Steve Kerr, you know, I, I have a lot of respect for Steve Kerr, but I look at Steve Kerr as someone that people want to say, I take this thing with me. <laughs> people want to get on me for saying this, but I said it before. <laughs> I look at Steve Kerr as, like, I look at, um, I can't think of his name. That might be a good thing. The guy that took over the Lakers back in the day. Oh my gosh, Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. Call me crazy. Yeah, triangle offense was great. But you took over a very talented team. Okay. Kill me if you want to. I don't care. Um, Steve Kerr, I look at him similar in a way where this team was already on the trajectory of winning a championship with or without him. Um, and I just feel like he doesn't know what to do if he has to rebuild this team. I'm not sure if he does. I have to see it to believe it. Um, but Phil Jackson went and tried to build the team from scratch. It didn't work out too well. So these are two established teams prior. You disagree with me if you want. I said what I said. I know you got about <laughs> 10 rings. Same I don't care. <laughs> um, but that's how I look at Steve Kerr. And I just don't think as a coach, he'll be able to turn this around. He's going to need a lot of help. And eventually, I think they're just going to bring a new coaching staff to see if they could, um, like a Larry Brown. They're going to need like a Larry Brown type of coach who could really help these players, young players grow to get back to that championship level. But for me, it's flat out over as of right now. Any other thoughts on this? <laughs> no, I don't. So, Britt, are you saying you don't think, are, you, are you saying Steve Kerr is not a good coach? Is that is that what you're saying, Britt? Yeah, I, I don't want any words. That's what I got. I didn't. I didn't say. I didn't say. No, you didn't say it. Right, that's why I'm asking. I just said I look at him as I see a Phil Jackson. That's all I said. <laughs> because Britt, yeah. see that that's why I'm asking. Because I think of most people, or uh, at least a lot of people, would regard Phil Jackson as one of the best to I ever know. do it. Is so? Are, are, are you saying that's the the way I didn't you, say that. you look at Steve Kerr? Or are you saying you think I Phil didn't. Jackson is overrated, and and so Steve Kerr is overrated as well? I just said all I said was when both of these gentlemen walked. To the teams that they had to they were already on a trajectory of winning championship they had a championship caliber team right then and there i'll give Bridget. phil jackson wait a minute i give phil jackson a lot more credit because he did bring in something completely new what does steve kerr bring in Brittany said Brittany, do you, so Brittany, you you feel like phil jackson is a good coach a great coach great head coach yeah he's a good coach you feel like steve kerr is a great coach he's a whole he's an okay coach an okay coach. Okay. Right. So they, I hope that answers your question. I don't, I mean, I didn't, I, I didn't say they were bad coaches. No, no you didn't, but you said they were good coaches either. I don't think, like, Steve Kerr, like, I mean, look, I, I don't think any coach wins without great players. Like, I, I think we can, I don't like, get go down the, the history of the NBA. 
nobody's winning without great players. Popovich had Duncan, like Phil had Jordan, Kobe, Shaq. I'm not, the Heat. I'm not like, so everyone has great players. But I do kind of agree with you in the sense that there are times that Steve Kerr, in terms of adjustments and substitutions and just some some little nuances of coaching that yeah. I do think he misses a lot. So I can see where you're coming from. I, I still think he's a good coach, but I, I would agree that maybe people sort of put him up on a pedestal uh, that maybe he didn't deserve to be on so quickly. I, I, that's what I would say. I, you know what? Yeah. I mean, go ahead, Britt. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I just want to say, yeah, every coach needs great players in order to win. That's not what I was saying. That's not why I was um, trying, trying to get at. Um, but I do think some coaches get put up so much higher than other great coaches and they just kind of walked into a situation like I'm going to bring my team up, but let's be real. Last year, Nick Sirianni, I know it's a different sport. He walked into a great situation kind of because um, I don't think my coach, although it's a different sport, no, continue. is a great coach. I like I don't. Yeah. He had talented players and he kind of walked into that situation. And you have heard other players in the NFL say the same exact thing. But now when things are changing and he doesn't really know what the heck to do. And you see the complete collapse that's going on with the Philadelphia Eagles. So to me, it's a similar situation. You walked into a good situation. You didn't build this up. The previous coach built it up for mm-hmm. you and set you on the right path to win these championships. I can recall, I believe, wasn't like almost the next year he won a championship after uh, Mark it was Mark Jackson, Mark right? Jackson, after Mark yeah. Jackson left. Yeah, yeah. It's like the very next year he came in and won the championship. So I'm not trying to discredit what he has done. Right. But I'm not going to put him and say he's up here of all coaches of all coaches. Basically, yeah, I, I, I agree with it. you there. I'm with you there. Okay, well, you know what? I, I, I have a little different perspective on this because I think, you know, I always propose this question is that, you know, do co- great coaches need great players or do great players need great coaches? Because, um, you know, I, I think Phil Jackson was a great coach and he was a great uh, philosopher, all that good stuff. I think what he had to deal with, with Michael Jordan, even though he, Michael Jordan is arguably the greatest of all time, he still had to maintain those guys, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to cut this short, but um, yeah, I think what he did with that team and then, and they, who you, they guys, we talked about structure earlier mm-hmm. on Draymond Green. Those guys need a structure and, and, and only certain guys can can instill structure with, with a team like like Phil Jackson had in and uh in, in Chicago and a team like he had mm-hmm. in um in, in LA and more so with LA because of what Kobe and, and Shaq were dealing with, you know, their personal mm-hmm. size. And then you know, Steve Kerr still had to maintain all of that as well, especially after KD came in there. So I I, I think you we, we look at the coaching aspect of it. Um, like, you know, no, do, you know, no, they, these guys don't need coaching because they're great players. Let me ask you this, Jay, this question, Jay. And, you know, do you think we needed coach Riley to, uh, to, to win Absolutely. a uh, championship? Absolutely. Absolutely. No question Absolutely. about it. Absolutely. No question We about needed it. that. And that's exactly where I'm going with that, man. I mean, because you needed, even as great as we were as athletes and team, we yeah. needed a coach like coach Riley to do that, yeah. to win that championship, man. I mean, and that's where I was going with it. So no, I'll okay. Well, that, that's a great mm-hmm. point. And, and I, I would agree with you. Like I have Phil Jackson. I think Phil Jackson is a great coach. I, I know he coached some of the greatest players in history, but 
those teams didn't win until he got there. Like MJ was in the league. You know, he's played for other coaches and never won. Shaq and Kobe didn't win until Phil got there. So for me, I do think he's a great coach. Like the way I think about coaching is like, I'm going to beat you with my team. And then if we switch rosters, I'm going to beat you again because I'm going to outcoach you. That's how I think about coaching. Like, I don't care who's on my Mm -hmm. roster. My, I'm going to outcoach you and we're still going to win the game. And I think, you know, Phil Jackson certainly brought a level of strategy and planning and, you know, good play calling and all those kinds of things into it. So, yeah, man, I I, I definitely I, I love your point about Coach Riley because that that makes it crystal clear. But I definitely see where you're coming from with that. Yeah, a, a new think- tournament, a, a new in-season tournament real quick, Britt. Instead of doing an in-season tournament, let's do switching of the best coaches <laughs> to teams in, in the tournament and see how well they do. And that's where we could determine who's the better coach. So well, there you go. Do you think Steve Kerr would have coached the Denver Nuggets to that championship? That's a great question, Brett. That's great. That is a heck of a question. question. Yes. Um, My gut feeling is no, but I could be wrong. But my my gut feeling (laughs) is just no. (laughs) But that's a great point. That's a great point. Uh, And you're right, because who's their coach? Mark Malone? Is is that that his Mm -hmm. name? Yeah. I mean, I think he's underrated. You know, like I think he's a guy who's a heck of a coach. But I, I think he's underrated in terms of the pecking order of where we have coaches in the NBA. So yeah, let me walk my, my my statement back just a little bit. I do think Phil Jackson is a very good coach, right? Um, he is one of my so let me let me just correct that right because like you said, Jay, he did implement certain things, strategies, and you heard the players contribute all that to him. You know, yeah. Michael Jackson has come out. The, Mike, I said Michael Jackson. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, Michael, Michael Jordan, yeah. <laughs> the athletic MJ. Um, <laughs> right. Um, I think for me, I see great coaches as Pop, Coach Pop. You know, he could build from the ground up and create that championship team. He's great not. Point. He don't need to to adopt. I guess you could say an already great team. Right. He could build from the ground up. Um, you know, Larry Brown to me was a fantastic coach. You know, yeah, look what he Larry did with Brown. that Detroit Larry Pistons Brown, team. Yeah, I'm not even talking about the Sixers, I'm too worried about the Pistons. No, talk about the Sixers because that's right. Sixers team when he was coaching. Well, yeah, right. absolutely. Because right. Alan Iverson wasn't Alan Iverson until he got there, right? Okay. So, um, so to me, those are and there's plenty more. I'm not even mentioning Eric Spostra to me is a fan. Well, maybe that's I could contribute that to Pat Riley. Um, because he learned from the Pat Riley tree. To me, those are great, fantastic coaches. They build from the ground up and they take their teams to the championship. <laughs> to me, that's what I see as fantastic top of the line coaching. The other guys, they're good. They're good. Yeah. But can they build <laughs> basically yeah. from nothing and just do a rebuild situation? I don't believe they can. So that's I think that's where I was coming from. But yeah, they got the rings, so there you go. They're gonna get in the Hall of Fame, and that's what it is. Any other thoughts on this one? <laughs> no, I, I think we could leave it there. I think that was good. <laughs> I think that's good. Great stuff, All, right. <laughs> All right, last question. Um, before I get into this fun segment, so let's see if we can make this quick. This kind of going for Golden State a little bit. Um, Jay, you actually mentioned this on the list here so i just wanted to talk about it and we keep talking about it because he's now on the <laughs> phoenix suns and they're not doing so hot do you think kevin durant mr katie will ever win another championship 
K Walk, I'm gonna come to you first. Oh, you sip your tea. No, <laughs> no I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I thought you were gonna go to Jay first. I was thinking you were going to Jay first. Um, with the Suns, no. Um, you know, come to South Beach, brother. Come to South. Beach. <laughs> um, I think you get a championship there. But no, all seriousness. Um, I, I, you know what? This team right now, uh, as presently constructed, we thought going in and we saw everything that took place in the offseason with Beal coming in there, you know, uh, Booker being healthy again, KD being healthy again, uh, Grayson Allen coming in and that, that whole trade there. And Grayson Allen put work on my heat the other night, 31 mm-hmm. points, nine threes. Jay, you might have jumped off the uh, the bandwagon just a little bit too soon, <laughs> but, you know, but you, know, you can always go back, you know what? But, um, yeah. yeah, but – um. I don't know, Britt, because this team hasn't played together long enough. So I want to see them play consistent basketball together. I think they've only played, what, eight games together? I don't even think it's that many. I think it was eight games. So with this team, no, I don't see this team. I thought going in on paper they they would be the one. Unless he jumps ship and goes to the Nuggets, goes to – the Heat. I'm, I'm putting the Heat in. I think he can win a championship if he goes to the Heat. Mm-hmm. Um, and any other contending team, I don't think he can do it with this team. I think there's too many scores in there. But I know we always talked about Katie doesn't want to be that guy, but he doesn't have to be yeah. that guy with Jimmy Butler. Again, I'm promoting, ladies and gentlemen, promoting. This, but I always <laughs> trying to promoting. I'm trying about, to manifest something. Guys. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to say <laughs> my hardest, man, because that's a great fit, man. It's really a great fit. You but, might um, be exactly mean. I want KD. I want. I think KD would be a good fit there, man. I, I really do think he'll be a, good, a really good fit there. But all seriousness, if he stays in Phoenix, no. To answer your question, mm-hmm. Brett, he does not win another championship. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's going to win another championship. He's going to have to hop on somebody's bandwagon. Um, yeah. Once, like he did with the Warriors. Oh, shots fired. No. But let me ask you, was that? But, <laughs> but, but, but he got no, no. But did he win like two MVPs, final MVPs? I mean, can, yeah. Can you say that he jumped on the bandwagon? I mean, they did win prior to them getting there. They was already yeah, on he, the dynasty track. Uh, well, he solidified it, sure, if that's what you want to say. But if, <laughs> if, if Steph would have won the MVPs and, and KD would, it was still there, then he would have been – I think he would have been tail-grabbing, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I don't think he'll win another championship. I think he is going to have to move to another team. Um, what team? I, I have no idea. But the other question is, can he stay healthy? You know, the Phoenix Suns is like an emergency waiting to happen. They look like a ER lineup, a rehab yeah, facility right. lineup, something like that. Yep. Um, <laughs> they, they just, you know, they cannot stay healthy. On a, has Bradley Bill played? He may play one or two games. Yeah, he played the other um, night, but KD didn't yeah. play. It's the only game yeah. I really watched him. Yeah. See, and and I agree that not only is the health, uh, health an issue, but K Walk, you alluded to it. They have too many scores that need the ball to really do something. Um, there's not much, in my opinion, defense on this team. Who's playing defense? Who's playing de- Bradley Bill does not play defense. I don't care what nobody says. Um, does Devin Booker? He might play a little bit of defense. KD, he may, it depends on how he feels that day. He has the ability to, but it depends on how he feels um that day. So I I'm not exactly sure. We felt like in the offseason. They rebuild their bench, right, which they did, but it's just not enough as of right now. So I don't know what's going on. I think KD's going to have to look to go elsewhere, or maybe they say, you know what, if we just hold on a little longer, um, 
try to get everybody healthy, but I just don't see it. I don't think it fits. And I said that when they first got Bradley Bill, I don't right. see this fitting. Um, because they all need the basketball to really do their thing. Yeah, a couple are off ball guards, but they need the ball to score. So I, I don't I don't know what their roles are in this on this team. But Jay, your thoughts. No, I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. No, <laughs> he's jump, jump never ship. he's never gonna win another one. It's not gonna happen. Um, not with the Suns and, and the, and the issue, like, cause I agree, like if he could get old Miami or Denver or something like that, you know, a, a great organization with a lot of structure. Cause I just don't think KD's a good leader period. Um, but the problem is like, what do you have to give up to get this guy? Like yeah, if you got to right. give up your bench to bring KD in, is no, that going to be enough to get you over the right. hump to win a championship? So I just don't think it's going to happen, Britt. I think he's made a bunch of bad decisions. He should have just stayed in Golden State. Put away your pride. Stay in Golden State. He'd probably have three, four rings by now. And going to the Nets, going to Phoenix, all bad mm-hmm. decisions in my opinion. I don't think KD's ever going to win another championship. And this was my guy. I was making excuses for KD, riding for this guy for years and years. I'm done with KD. I'm done with the Suns. He's not going to win another championship. (laughs) It's over. (laughs) The saddle off. I'm done riding this guy. Yeah, man. man. Does the bus officially stop and you kick KD off? Yeah, man. (laughs) He's off. Driver, kick him off. He's gone. (laughs) (laughs) all right guys guys, let's move on i want to get into this segment um okay well i don't know i think i stole this from you i'm gonna be honest with you i might have stole this from you but we're on the same show so it's okay uh uh, but it's you going to do Steve a Harvey and my cat Williams or you cat Williams? Here's the difference between me, Steve Harvey, Cedric the Entertainer, whoever else, right? Steve Harvey stole from Mark Curry, Cedric stole from Cat and whoever else. Right. I admit mine. <laughs> I stole from K Walk. I don't know yet. We don't know what it is. I'm not like, I'm I gonna admit take um, but we're going. So I'm gonna give you three players, right? And you tell me which one you're gonna franchise tag, which one you're gonna extend, okay, which one you're gonna cut. So okay. similar to what is it, guys? I can't think. Start bench cut. Start bench cut. Yeah. Okay. Right. So franchise, so franchise extend, tag, extend, okay. give them extension or cut. You guys, okay. ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So the first one we're gonna do with the running backs, and we know which running backs because they are all free agents. If they are, they all got franchise tag. I think one didn't. But this is Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, and Derrick Henry. Which one are you gonna mm-hmm. franchise tag, extension, or cut? Ooh. That's K-Walk. tough. K-Walk, I'm going to start with you. Thanks, Britt. Um, <laughs> you say you stole it from me, but you, you won't let me go first? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you didn't steal it from me, ladies. This is, this is her thing. Um, all right. I'm going to uh, try and think who's younger. Uh, I'll extend. Josh and, Jacobs is. He's yeah, the yeah, youngest, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Youngest. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking, too. All right. I don't think that's going to deter my uh, – I'm going to extend Saquon Ah, oh, should I extend Saquon? He's injury prone. He stayed in. He's in. All right, I'm going to extend Josh Jacobs. Mm-hmm. I'm going to franchise tag uh, Saquon Barkley, and I'm going to cut Derrick Henry. Ooh. I know as big as Derrick Henry is, I think he's on. He's a guy because what my offense, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, I like <laughs> I, I like 
all-purpose all backs. Derrick Henry's not that guy. As big as he is and his stiff arm is, is serious, I'm going to have to cut him. And it's hard to say that, but for the segment, for the, uh, for, uh, the, the segment, pur- for segment purposes, I have to cut Derrick Henry. So I'm extending mm. Josh. Um, franchising tag, uh, franchise put a franchise tag on uh, Barkley, and I'm cutting Henry. Mm. So that's hard, that's mm, interesting. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Jay, hurts. Who you got? <clears throat> like, I just quickly looked up the numbers when K Walk was talking. <laughs> Henry was more productive than Saquon, at least rushing the football 1100 yeah, yards, Saquon downhill under a thousand. Um, mm-hmm. K Walk, you said it, man. Saquon is injury prone. Like they, they, yeah. he, he never, he doesn't get through a season without um, hurting himself in some way, shape, or form. Um, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to extend Derrick Henry, maybe just a two-year deal, something like that, because I think he's got two good years <clears throat> left in him. Mm-hmm. I'm going to franchise Saquon because. I, I, I want Saquon on my team, but I don't want to be committed to him. Like I, I'm, I got you for another year, Saquon. Let's see how that goes. Josh Jacobs, I, I'm not hating on him at all. I think he's a good back, but I also think you could find some other Josh Jacobs around the league that we mm-hmm. just don't know their names right now. So I think if you let him go, you could probably find someone to give you similar production. So. I'm going to cut Jacobs, but that's a tough one, Britt. That's a great that question. A, that's what I like them. Yeah. Uh, I'll give mine's real quick. I'm going to, ooh. so I might be crazy, but I'm going to, ex- I'm going to extend Saquon Barkley. Okay. I'm going to extend, I know he's injury prone, but I think he's injury prone because he's on a team. He has to do everything with, if you put him on a team with other weapons, like the Eagles, because we need them. God knows we need somebody. <laughs> uh, he might not be as injury prone as you might think, because um, he won't get all the attention and he wanted to do everything. Maybe. I don't know. But I'm going to extend Saquon Barkley. I'm going to franchise tag. Yeah, I got a franchise tag, Josh Jacobs. And as much as I love and respect Derrick Henry, I'm with you, K-Walk. Uh, Derrick Henry's like that north-south guy. He's he's a yeah. one-cut go. If he can't just go, it, it seems like it's not going to do well. I don't know. He doesn't does he contribute a lot in the passing game. Not sure if he contributes uh, a lot in the passing really. game. Small screen, small screen here and there, but it yeah. has to be perfectly right. set out for him. Right. So you have to literally gear your offense to a Derrick Henry, and I don't know if I want to yeah. gear my offense to Derrick Henry. I just feel like it's too easy for the defense to kind of figure out what we're doing a little bit. Um, Saquon and Josh Jacobs allow us <laughs> other options. Come on. I'm not on this show. Just I know. I know. So Derrick Henry <laughs> running behind that Eagles offensive line? Well, that could be a nightmare for people, Britt. That's different, though. That's a different Yeah, but the way the Eagles offensive line been blocking lately, you might not get <laughs> yeah. them holes. So we're going to need a Saquon or Josh Jacobs to try to whoop, whoop. Yeah. Well, like <laughs> yeah. Josh Jacobs, more Saquon. Okay, or use them in a passing game. All right, don't get me started. I'm trying to be good today. See, play more to worry less. That's why I was looking at you. I was going. I was going to mention that earlier. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next one. Uh, We got the receivers. Still going to stick with the uh, NFL. We got wide receiver T. Higgins, Mike Evans, or Calvin Wrigley. Oh, franchise tag extend or cut jay take a couple minutes i'm coming to you first couple seconds 
I I am going to uh, franchise Ridley because I think he's a good young player. Um, mm-hmm. But I wouldn't mind putting him on a franchise just to you know for a year, see what see see what he does, and then think about extending him later. Um, no, no, you know, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> T Higgins, I'm going to franchise T Higgins. I'm mm-hmm. going to franchise him. I'm giving Ridley the extension, and I'm going to go ahead and cut Mike Evans. I know Mike Evans is still productive, but he's getting long in the tooth. I don't know how much more time he has left, so I'm going to cut Evans. So that's what I'm going to do. Franchise Higgins, extend Ridley, the great young up-and-coming receiver, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to say goodbye to Mike Evans. All right, K. Walker, I'm going to have you go last because you were the original wide receiver. Yeah, I can't wait to hear what K. Walker has to say. Uh, um, I'm going to, who? you know what? I think I'm a franchise tag. Mm. Tyron Wrigley got some good route running abilities. T. Higgins, he does make some incredible catches. I got to figure out which one I want to go with now. Um, I think I'm a franchise tag. Ugh. I'm a franchise tag, Kyron Wrigley. Um, I agree with Jay. He he has uh, some good ability, route running ability. When he, remember when he was in the league, he was one of the best younger route running, yeah. route, young route running receivers in the league before he got suspended. Um, and he showed that a lot this year. I say, I'm going to extend 1,000 receiver every single year, and I might be out of my mind for this. I do not care, Mike Evans. I just love his abilities. <laughs> And he's, yeah. he's for the most part, he's a guarantee. He's going to get a thousand yards. Yeah. Um, he's a little older, um, but he's not Julio Jones older. So he's still productive in my eyes with the right system or with the right quarterback who could get him the ball. Um, not a Baker Mayfield. And unfortunately, and I do love me some T Higgins. I'm gonna have to cut T Higgins only because that was the only other option. So I think that's what I'm gonna do. Franchise tag, how Wrigley extend Mr. 1000 yards. For the last seven, eight, nine seasons, however long it's been, and I'm gonna cut T Higgins. K Walk, what you got? Yeah, I mean, yeah, Britt. I mean, Britt hit it on the head here with me. I mean, I'm going with Mike Evans. I'm gonna say we gotta extend Mike Evans. Mike Evans is is a guaranteed one thousand year. What to call it? Kids call one thousand stack one stack. He's a one stack guy. He's a one stack guy every year. Trying to stay young here, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm going with the one stack guy. So I'm I'm going to extend Michael Evans, man. And um, you know, uh, Calvin really, I'll I'll franchise tag him, man. I think you know he's that guy. He's coming Mm -hmm. off of that, you know, suspension with the whole, um, with the whole gambling thing. But I think he found a new life. Right, you know, in Jacksonville with uh with Trevor Lawrence there, so I I think I'll I'll franchise tag him to hold on to him, and Britt, yeah, you know, as much as I love to, I don't want to spill the tea, but he has to go, man, <laughs> he has to go, so <laughs> so I'm gonna cut, I'm gonna cut T Higgins here, man. So. <laughs> Kayla, how we got this quick all right, guys, a couple more, and then we're going to head to break, and then Jay takes over, because I know he is so, so itching to talk about these Cowboys girls. No, not really. That's why I can't wait. First round, now. second round outers. No, I'm just kidding. Um, all right, you know what? I was going to do pass rushers, but I'm going to skip that, because this free agency quarterback, quarterback free agency is a little rough. So let's let's hit that. We got Ryan Tannehill. Garner Minshew, 
Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Which one you going franchise tag, extend, or cut? <laughs> K-Walk looking at me like, what in the heck are these what? quarterbacks? <laughs> let's um, see. Let's see. K-Walk, I'm going to come to you first. Okay. You said uh, Brian Tannehill, Gardner Minshew, and uh, Baker Mayfield. Woo. I can't see extending any of these guys. Um, all right, you know what? With that being said, I'm going to extend Baker Mayfield. Um, I'm going to extend Baker Mayfield. I think he has the best. He's obviously in the playoffs, so I'm going. You know, he's he's right there. He can. Um, he has a, a a chance. I ain't gonna say good or bad chance to uh, to to uh, uh, to advance in the next round. I'm not mm-hmm. saying he's going to, but he's got his team in the in the best position uh to win a lot of people didn't give this guy a chance so you know with that being said everywhere he's gone he's he's played well you know even after he left the browns and he went to the rams mm-hmm. he did an excellent job there you know even though it was meaningless uh, football he did an excellent job so i'll extend baker mayfield wow these last two are tough <laughs> um um Gardner Minshew, uh, good gracious. I mean, he's, uh, I, I, wow. Um, and Ryan Tanny, I'm going to go with, I'm going to, I'm going to franchise tag, um, Gardner Minshew and I'm going to cut, uh, Ryan Tannehill. I just think Ryan Tannehill has just, hasn't been consistent enough, um, mm-hmm. this year, you know, losing his job to Will Levis and should have lost his job to uh, Malik Willis as well. So, um, I'm going to say, um, I'm going to franchise tag Gardner Minshew, extend uh, Baker Mayfield, and I'm going to cut Ryan Tannehill. Okay. Jay? Yeah, I agree with Kay Walk 100% on this one. Uh, I think Baker has played better than people think. You know, if you're not watching the Bucks a lot, you might not realize yeah. how well he's actually played this year. Sure. I think uh, for me, yeah, I would give Garner Minshew the um, – the, what, what uh, franchise tag? Yeah, franchise tag. Because I mean, he's he's actually been decent, like in spots. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, he needs to be more consistent, but he's actually been okay. And for me, Tannehill, like I don't know, there's just a, a dozen other guys probably just like him. Exactly. So I feel like you could cut him, and you'd be okay if you needed a guy. You could find another Ryan Tannehill. So yeah, I agree sure. with K. Walk on this one. <laughs> Yeah, I think for me, um, I, I agree with you guys. I'm just going to switch it. Um, I'm going to franchise tag Baker Mayfield. Um, I don't see myself paying top four money, the average of the top four or five quarterbacks to Garner Minshew. A lot of respect to him, um, but I'd rather pay that to Baker Mayfield if I had to choose. I think he's a little bit more productive in a way. I'm going to extend Garner Minshew because I could extend you one year, two years, however yeah, long, very exactly. minimum. And I'm with y'all, Ryan Tannehill. Why? Why? Yeah. Why? Like you have why, top why Tannehill. Why Tannehill? <laughs> <laughs> you have had top tier talent on your team. Uh, you can't tell me he hasn't had receivers. He had AJ Brown. He had, I think, uh, Julio. I believe went there for a little bit. He had Derrick Henry. You know, other young quality uh, receivers. D-hop, yeah, D-hop. Oh, D Hop. I see. I forgot. Yeah, I, that's what I wanted to say. Not Julio. Um, mm-hmm. Although he did have Julio as well, as well, also. And he couldn't do anything. Um, couldn't do anything with him. So, I, why? I think Gardner Minshew and Baker Mayfield, they would dream of having those guys on their team um, and would do much better, be more productive. All right, guys. A couple more. We're going to switch to the NBA <clears> real <throat> fast. I know my time is past, <laughs> um, but we're going to do a couple more and then head to break. 
NBA, I'm gonna switch it up a little bit because I realize there's no franchise tag in the NBA, guys. So we're just gonna say Supermax, Supermax extension, uh, regular extension, or cut. How about that? Does that make okay. sense? All right, right. first one Tyrese Maxey, James Harden, Emmanuel, quickly. Who are you gonna give the Supermax to? Who are you gonna give a common regular extension to? And then who are you going to cut? Jam, I'm gonna come to you first. I'm going to Supermax Maxi, and I think you know realistically he might be looking that looking like that in his future if he continues to play the way he's been playing. Um, as much as I don't like James Harden, I I think you you can extend him. He's actually doing a, a, a decent job with the Clippers, so I, I would feel okay giving him an extension. No hate on Quigley. Like I, 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 I'm not that familiar with this guy, honestly. So I, I'm going to have to cut him just because of a lack of familiarity. Yeah, um, I'm. I'll go first. Okay, Rock, and then you go. I agree as far as the supermax with Tyrese Maxey. Um, his trajectory. Who, if he keeps playing how he's playing, I could, now people start understanding why they didn't want to go after Dane. Um, I think they're starting to understand that. Got to get more consistency, but that he's only 23. He'll learn that. Um, but he's averaging about 26 a game. So he's definitely getting a super max from me. I'm going to extend Emmanuel quickly. I like quickly's game. I don't care what nobody else to say. Jay, I know you're not familiar with it. Um, but when he was on the Knicks, he would come off the bench a lot for the most part. And he gave some good quality minutes, um, good scoring minutes. And he's quick, as in his name, quickly. Um he was pretty dynamic, and it was tough for some guys to even stop him on the defensive side of the ball. So this kid, this young kid could score. I mean, he's a little older than Maxi, but he could score. He just needs to be in the right situation. So I'm willing to extend him. And I'm just tired of James Harden. Yeah, James Harden's playing good, but we say this every single year of him in a regular season. When are we going to see it when it matters the most, and that's in the playoffs. So, And I can't stand his attitude at times. So I'm going to cut James Harden. And I promise you, I have no ill will towards the guy. <laughs> Promise you, but K Hawk, yeah, who you got? Yeah, I'm gonna uh, quickly uh, <laughs> give the <laughs> the regular t- tag to, uh, to to quickly, you know, <laughs> and 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 uh, I'm gonna. It, it, it's hard hard for me to uh, keep, you know, keep uh, <laughs> harder for me to keep uh, James around, <laughs> and I'm gonna give Super Max, uh, Super Tyree Max, <laughs> the Max. So yes, yeah, I'm going. Or <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give the super max to Maxi. I'm going to uh, Maxi, and I'm going to um, uh, I'm going to give the uh, regular tag to uh, to quickly, and I'm going to cut uh, James Harden. It's easy for me. You hit all three of those skatewalk. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right, guys, we're going to end it there. Next week, uh, maybe I'll come up with some more for the NBA side, but I'm well over my time. So we're going to head into break. Remember, please, please um, like, subscribe, and comment. We're on YouTube as far as you guys can watch us. I know a lot of you guys are watching us right now through YouTube, so that's at um, the sideline speaks also on Twitter at sideline speaks. Um, and also anywhere you can listen to your podcast, guys. I don't know why I'm talking. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be saying, but I do know what I'm saying it's just coming no, out. No slow. No I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get back in the flow guys. I'm trying to get back All in the right. flow. Had a long, nice holiday season. <laughs> um, but you guys are watching the sideline speaks with myself, Brittany Jones, alongside Jason Collins and Kevin Walker right here 
on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get-offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports. All right, welcome back to the Sideline Speaks. Brittany Jones, Kevin Walker, and Jason Collins. All right, guys, let's get into some NFL talk. Uh, let's let's pick some games really quickly, guys. Like we don't have to go too long on on each game. Maybe just give a quick point or two and tell us who you think's going to win because we got a lot of football topics that I want to get into. We got some great games on Saturday, man. Like it's going to be a great weekend. Browns, Texans, Dolphins, Chiefs on Saturday. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so let's start with the Browns and Brits, Texans. Um, Thank you. <laughs> Look, the Texans have obviously overachieved. They've done more than anyone except Britt thought they probably would this season. But they're going to face a heck of a defense <laughs> this weekend in those Cleveland Browns. Okay, Walk, I'll come to you first, man. Who's going to win this game and why? You know, we got the Browns and Texans, man. It's hard for me to go against the Texans, man. Um, as well as they've been playing um, – D'Amico Ryans, he's a, a coach that's been in there. He's been there. He's been one game away from the Super Bowl. We talked about last year, and he had to rise to the occasion to get that defense ready against that 49ers. I mean, against that Eagles defense from last year, especially when Brock Purdy went down. Uh, these guys, I, you know, a lot of people don't believe in this, but I, I, I believe in the momentum, man. They're, they're riding that momentum train. I know the Browns and Joe Flacco, oh, different animal. And the defense is a lot of people are putting them in the top two, top three defenses. Um, you know, when you got a quarterback or an offense that you can rely on or you have confidence in, that ups your game on the defensive level. Jay, you can speak to that, uh, you know, for sure, especially at Penn State. Um, with all that being said, man, ah, wow. It's so hard to go against D'Amico Ryans and C.J. Stroud, but I'm going to go with the Browns. I'm sorry, Britt. I'm going to go with the Browns here because I think Flacco has the experience. Hopefully, he doesn't fall asleep on the sideline. Um, you know, between you know between series, <laughs> uh, like we saw him do the other, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Um, I think these guys rise up, man. I, I think that it, it, this this game is going to be um, significant. I, I mean, this game is going to be huge. I think this defense for the Browns is going to come to play. I think that the rookie CJ Stroud is going to hit hit that rookie wall, if you will, and he's going to see some things that he hasn't seen in the regular season. Different animal here. I think it's going to be a growing, it's going to be a, a learning experience for him, growing pain for him. So I'm going with the Browns here. Yeah, man. Look, the Texans are very likable. The coach, the quarterback, Love just them. the team, the story. I, like I will absolutely mm -hmm. be rooting for the Texans on Saturday. As am I. But Look, I just think I still believe in defense. I still believe in the ability to affect the quarterback. Mm -hmm. I think CJ Stroud's going to be under some pressure this weekend that maybe he's not accustomed to seeing week to week with that defensive front of the Cleveland Browns. 
And ultimately, I think that's going to be the difference in the game. So I'm going to take the Browns as well. Britt, you were on the Texans way back when. You said you wouldn't be surprised if they won the division. That happened. What say you about this weekend? How you feeling about them? And everybody thought I was out of my mind. I just <laughs> say it was an outrageous uh, uh, prediction. I, I did say that. But I, for some reason, I believed it because I love D'Amico uh, Ryans. I've loved them yeah. since way Great back time. when. Great job. Way back when. Um, you know, I just knew how smart he was. Um, and when San Fran let him go, I was just like, no. They had no choice, man. They had no choice. No, yeah, they, they had on choice. <laughs> I was like, he's that smart. Um, and yeah. now we're seeing, you know, why they didn't really want to let him go, but they understood he had to, he wanted to be a head coach. Um, so that's why I went for, went with them, with, went rooted for them to win it, that particular division. But in this particular game, I'm with you guys. I'm look just because I root for a team that don't mean I'm naive to a situation. <laughs> Experience is key when it comes to the she playoffs. Joe Flacco is experienced, you know, regardless mm. of what we think, how he plays at this particular moment in time, he is a Super Bowl winning with the Ravens way back then. Um, and you need that going into the playoffs. I think this Texans team, D'Amico Ryan's is going to take it serious. He's going to coach his team up. He's going to make sure they're prepared and ready to go. But I think that lack of experience is what's going to kick them in the butt as of right now. Um, but this will be good for them going forward. This will for be sure. good for C.J. Stroud and Nico Collins, who I love as a receiver. Yeah. Um, and, of course, that defense going for it. But I'm absolutely going with the Browns. Yeah, and D'Amico right. Ryans has one of the best ball head games in, 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 in the business. So, man, I love ball head guys. He, he does. And um, one of the in shape coaches. I, I always worry about in shape coaches because, like, the coaching is so um, brutal mm -hmm. that when you're keeping yourself in shape, I'm just like, man, you don't see a lot of coaches, like mm -hmm. head coaches, that are actually in shape. Most of them get those coaches' bodies. So, yeah. I like, I want to see four or five years from now D'Amico. <laughs> could keep himself in shape <laughs> or if he's going to go ahead and get one of those coaching bodies, man. Um, but Britt, you're right. Like no matter what happens, this is going to be a good experience for the Texans going right. forward for sure. All right. The Saturday night game, we got Dolphins and Chiefs. The Chiefs haven't been the Chiefs this year. Uh, they just seem a little bit right. off to me. But the Dolphins are like the picture of inconsistency. Like yeah. You just don't know what you're going to get out of this team. Britt, I'll, I'll come to you first on this one. Who wins Saturday night and why? I love the – I like mm. – You don't love any one of these teams, Britt. Uh, don't say that. I like – look, I like <laughs> – no, I like the Dolphins. I do. I like the players. I like Tyreek Hill. Um, but I'm with Jay on this. They're very inconsistent. Um, they remind me of that team behind me some way, somehow. <laughs> Although I think that team behind me is a little worse right now. Uh, um, but no. Um you said they playing possum. Yeah, we'll the Eagles are playing uh, possum. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we ever seen that before. Nah. Um, but no, if they catch the daggone ball, you got to do is catch a ball. He's going to put it in your hands. I'm going with the Chiefs on this one. I don't have enough faith in the Dolphins right now. Um, it's just when they play a top-tier team, they just can't get over that hump. I don't know what happens. I don't know what goes through these guys' mind. It's just it's probably a scheming situation. They just get out coached and outplayed. Um, every winning team they have come across, they just they lose. Basically, I don't even know. Is there one winning team they beat? And if it is, it's probably a team that was like nine and eight. So, right. 
or something, you know, at the time it could have been seven and, you know, six at that time. So I don't have enough confidence in the Dolphins right now. I know they have some top tier talent. I just don't believe in what they're doing as of right now. I got to go with the Chiefs. All they got to do is hold on to the football. Patty Mahomes, put it in your hands. I don't disagree with anything you said. I really don't. Um, And that's why what I'm about to say is probably going to seem a little bit crazy. But (laughs) to me, the Chiefs have have struggled to consistently score. Uh, Mm -hmm. Their offense just hasn't been there. And if the Dolphins, if the Dolphins can find a way to get a couple big plays, put a couple drives together, and they end up putting 28, 31 points on the board, are the Chiefs going to be able to answer that is my question. Uh, they haven't gotten if. a great receiver play, right? You're right. It's a big <laughs> if. It's a huge if, especially playing on the road at KC, mm-hmm. one of the hardest places to play. I know everything is stacked against Miami. It's going to be cold. Like it, it's, it's not good. But I'm going to take the Dolphins. I'm going to say they find a way to score some points and KC doesn't answer the bell. Give me the Dolphins. K-Wall, who you got? Yeah, Jay, this is – go ahead. Go ahead, Brad. I'm sorry. I was going to say, you're saying that because they beat the Cowboys. I'm not. I'm not. I just have a feeling <laughs> about this one, Britt. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like a man with no hands. I have no feelings on this one right here. Um, I, I really don't. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this one. I don't know how to feel about this one. Um, but <laughs> all that being said, all that being said, I don't know how to – to, to predict this team because everything everything you guys mentioned, man. I mean, you know, we got uh, Mahomes who's been doing his everything, but he's got a receivers who hasn't been doing anything as far as catching the ball goes. And then you got Miami, and it's a, a big enigma right now. Um, you, you just don't know what they're going to get out of. They're on the road at that, so you you, you got to put your you just you, you know you roll the dice, you flip a coin, roulette, whatever you want to do to to pick this game. Um. I'm just going to go with Mahomes, and they're on. They're at home, so that's the only logic that I have here, ladies and gentlemen. Because if you watch these teams consistently throughout the year, you can't put your finger on this, and you really can't. Again, as I mentioned, I made a funny about it, but I'm I'm being serious. You just can't. You just don't get a good feel about either one of these teams and what you're going to get out of these teams. So I'm only logic that I can go with is Mahomes at home. So that's what I'm going to go it's with. Not, I'm taking yeah, to chase. Yeah, I mean, not bad logic at all. How I look at it, guys, is I'm. It's kind of like politics sometimes. Uh, when you go and vote, you vote for the lesser or the better evil. The better evil. Who's um, the lesser or the better? Right. Good right call, but you better vote. You may not like neither one, but you better vote. Better not vote. not you guys. I'm talking about. No, no we got you. We got. Go you. vote. Um, but no, and that's how I see it. The the one thing I will put with the Chiefs is. That defense, you know, they're. I'm not saying they're top tier defensively. I do see them better with with Spagnola. Spagnola, did I say it right? Um, coaching that defense, I think that's putting them a notch above the Dolphins. Um, and like I said, as long as they can hold on to the football, they'll be fine. I see actually see this as a low scoring game. I don't see this as a high, 38, you know, 20, 20 38, 34, or 31, 28 game. I'm seeing this as a 19-15 type of game because I don't think the Dolphins are going to be consistent enough to make those explosive plays like you were saying, Jay. And I don't think the Chiefs receivers is going to hang on the ball like they should be. So I think that's what's going to result in that low-scoring game. Yeah. 
And the Dolphins are banged up too on defense, right. which is something yeah. else that's working against them. So right. I'm not sure why I picked them, but we'll see <laughs> what happens. Uh, K-Walk, Tomlin has done it again. Another winning season. He's, he's got the Steelers in the playoffs. <laughs> They're going to Buffalo the first game on Sunday. How do you see this one playing out? I got to go with Buffalo here, Jay. I mean, I just think that the uh, that the Steelers, and as much as I love and as much as I respect Tom uh, Mike Tomlin, and he kept that streak alive. I posed that question a while back. I was, you know, I think the beginning of the season, would he be able to extend that streak? He did, plus I think three games. Um, Jay, I just don't believe in the quarterback. I don't. I don't know. You know what the quarterback is. I don't know if it's Mike or Trubisky. I mean, no, it's Mason Rudolph. Mason yeah. Rudolph. I, I just don't have confidence. And 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 they're going to to Bill Mafia, Bill's Mafia, man. Yeah. And Bill's Mafia is it's a real thing. So uh, I think Josh Allen and these guys get it done. And uh, and I I think they move on. I think Stefan Diggs, man, needs to get the ball more. And I think right. that they have to make an effort, a conscious effort to get him the ball more. Because if they want to go deep in the playoffs, Stefan Diggs has to be a part of this uh, mm-hmm. offense. And I mean, uh, uh, you know, the, fir- the first and fo- uh, focal point, 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 and that'll open up everything else for, for everyone. Kincaid, uh, Cooks, um, you know, uh, Davis, all those guys after that. So um, uh, with that being said, I think they get it done and I'll go with the Bills here. Yeah, man, I'll keep mine really short. I just think the Bills are better. Right? Yeah. I mean, when you just look at these teams, I just think the Bills are a better football team. Steelers going on the road. Not, I don't want to say the Steelers kind of backed their way into the playoffs, but they certainly needed some help to get there. And yeah. I, I just think it ends this this weekend right. for them. Credit to Mike Tomlin, another good job, you know, trying to, you know, play with, with when your quarterback's out and all those things. But I, I just don't see how they're going to win this game this weekend. So give me the bills. Britt, who you got? I don't know if anybody knows, but the Steelers are actually my second favorite team. Um, it's been like that since I was a kid. Eagles first, unfortunately, but the Steelers have always been my second favorite team. Um, but in this situation, they're still young. They're still trying to figure some things out. I got to go with the Bills. The Bills are starting to hit on all strides here. Um, they started to look good towards, you know, towards the end of the stretch when they needed to make that run to get into the playoffs. Um, that last game, I was really impressed. They didn't have to. I don't even think they had to win that last game or they had to compete so hard against the Dolphins. Uh, but I was pretty impressed with Josh Allen, believe it or not. I know he had, yeah. I think he had a pick or pick, I believe, or pick or two. Um, but he he definitely overcame and he kept pushing through. It looked like a little bit of a different Josh Allen. I'm saying that now. Playoff time could be completely different to revert back. Um, but I'm going with the Bills. I just feel like they're starting to hit on all cylinders and starting to believe again. So I got to go with the Bills on this one. Yeah. One more point I failed to touch on here, guys. I think that if if, if the Steelers have a, um, a chance to win, a legitimate chance, they have to get George Pickens involved in the offense yes. early and often. I, yes, I throw that out there. Absolutely, he's yeah. incredibly explosive, and they're but they're they're going to miss not having T.J. Watt to yeah, get after sure. uh, yeah, Josh Allen. That that's a yeah. really big mm-hmm. loss for them because yeah. if you Great can point. make Josh Allen uncomfortable, we saw uh, the other night he he'll throw a couple up mm-hmm. and just see what happens. Uh, but without T.J. Watt applying that pressure, I, I think Josh Allen might be poised to have a big game. All right, guys. Uh, Sunday- I think, I'm sorry. I think the Bills, they went, what, their last, what, four or five games and beat every team? Yeah, I think they're on like a four or five game streak. I think you're so, right. I, yeah, it's going to be interesting. 
All right, guys, Sunday afternoon, shortly after 4 o'clock, America's team will take the field against the Green Bay Packers. Um, I'm not going to say it, but some people might argue this is the hottest team in football right now, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Man, they're playing some great football. Uh, But Green Bay, man, Green Bay is sneaky. Green Bay is sneaky. K-Walk, who wins this? Well, go. Okay, well, tell us how the Cowboys are going to win this one and, and why. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jay, you broke up. I don't know if it's the way. Tell me how the, the, the Cowboys are going to what? <laughs> no, I'm just going to switch. Um, no, yeah, you know what, man? I thought we talked about the uh, the America's team and the Pittsburgh Steelers. That, that's what we were talking about. <laughs> Shout out to my Steelers and fans out there. Um, but, yeah, you know what, um, Jay, this is going to be an interesting game. I, you know, it's the Cowboys at home against the, 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 uh, the Packers. You don't know what you're going to get with the, with the Cowboys. The Cowboys have been talking about everybody but themselves. I don't know why they don't just shut their mouths. Michael Parsons, <laughs> shut your mouth and just play, play play ball, bro. Play ball. You guys haven't you haven't done anything yet. I know you know Dak didn't want to wear the uh, the NFC cap because he feels like this is uh, you know we this is not where we're here. We're here for more than that. Yeah, come on, Dak, you're happy with that, bro. Come on, put a smile on your face. Let the, let your fans see that that yeah. you're happy with that. But um. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I, this team right now, I mean, the Packers, Jordan Love, uh, Jordan Love is Jordan well. Love. He's been playing really, really good ball, mm-hmm. but I just don't know if he has enough support around him. You know, got, you got Aaron Jones there. Don't never know what you're going to have with Christian Watson. Um, so with all that being said, um, Dallas at home, I'm going to take Dallas here. They advance to the next round. And then we'll talk about that next week. But I'll take I'll take Dallas here. I think they get it done here because I just think they're at home. They're going to feed off that crowd, and um, they're going to get everything done here. And I think it's going to be too much for this young uh, Packers team to to overcome. So I'm taking Dallas at home. Yeah, man, I, I agree with you 100. percent I mean, the Cowboys are on a 16 game winning streak at home. I, I just don't see it ending uh, th- this weekend. Um, and, is and, that a fact? Yeah, a yeah, that's yeah, a fact, yeah. man. 16, 16 game okay. winning streak at home. Not obviously, we know they've had their struggles on the road, but they're hard to beat at home. And uh, and I think that's going to hold true this weekend. Uh, Dak has been playing extremely well. Uh, obviously, we know Micah Parsons can change a game instantly uh, with his ability to make big plays. Uh, and man, these Cowboys, man, they just feel a little bit different this year uh, to me. They do. Uh, they, they've taken the first step in winning the division. They've taken the first step in winning that division, which, uh, you know, some people might argue is one of the toughest, <laughs> toughest divisions in what? football. Division is all right. I couldn't even get that one out with a straight face. Um, no, but but hey, out with the nonsense. NFC East, champs, NFC East champs at home, sixteen win home winning streak. It's not going to end this weekend. Jordan Love has been good, but he's a young quarterback. I think we're going to get after him this weekend. I like the Cowboys, and I like them comfortably, K-Walk. I like them by at least 17. But, Britt, how do you see he this? Said K-Walk. He said K-Walk. He said K-Walk. He didn't want to face you. Yeah, I like him comfortably, K-Walk. <laughs> Why didn't you say it to me? I know, right? Britt, Brit, how do you see um, it playing now? Talk to me about these Cowboys. No, I'm, I'm going to be a realist. I'm going to be a realist. Uh, Green Bay, they – they, they're they're creating something. Something is stirring up. Um, yeah. I just don't think they're there yet. Um, and 
the they got to go against this Cowboys pass rush. I think that's going to be the toughest thing. Now, this is not to negate the fact that the last so many years in the playoffs, the Cowboys just don't play well. Time management is horrible. Uh, it's just like it doesn't connect with them in the playoffs. But put that aside, I just think they're more experienced. Experienced, they're more talented. They are at home, so as Jay alluded to, they do have a a good home streak as of right now. Um, so I got to go with the Cowboys on this one. I think the Green Bay Packers. I mean, who knows? They can shock you. There's always a shocking factor <laughs> that can happen against this Cowboys team. I just don't think it's going to be in this game. I got to go with the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're right, Britt. Like, the interesting thing about almost all these games, I saw somebody saying that they were like, I wouldn't really be shocked if either team won in all of these games this weekend. For me, like, the Steelers would be a little bit of a reach. But for every other game, like, you could almost right. see a path to both mm-hmm. teams winning. So it, so it is going to be interesting. Right. All right, the last game on Sunday is Rams-Lions. Some interesting storylines mm-hmm. there with quarterbacks switching teams and all that kind of stuff. Uh, how do you see this one playing out, K Walk Rams Lions? Wow, this is going to be a good one. I, I you know, I'm going to go with the Rams here only because uh, the the Lions lost uh, the big tight end, the rookie tight end Laporta. There, yeah, yeah. He was carted off there. I think that's a huge loss for the Lions, and I think that's the difference. It's going to be the difference in this game. Um, and you got, and you have, you know, of course, you got uh, Sam Bradford, you know, playing against his uh, his former team. Uh, there, Jared Goff playing against his, you know, his former team, uh, there as well. And then, you know, he has Puka, meaning, uh, you know, Bradford has Puka. And he is has it, wait, Cup. it's not Sam Bradford, Bradford. it's uh, what did I say? It's, it's um, Sam, Matthew, 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 Sam Bradford, my bad, my yeah. bad, my bad. bad. You, you just went Matthew back Stafford. in time a little bit on that, <laughs> okay? One. My yeah. bad, they just steals money. Don't bring him back. <laughs> My bad. Matthew Stafford. Why would I get what I get Sam Bradford from? Uh, Matthew Stafford. Um, yeah. Matthew Stafford is playing against his old his old team right. there. And then Jared Goff is obviously obviously playing against his old team. So um, with that being said, I think you know um Matthew Stafford has the better uh, <laughs> has the better uh, uh offensive game here. They have Williams there, they as a running back. Uh they have you know, again, Cooper Cup. Uh, they have Higby, and then the uh, the the rookie there, uh, and uh, and Hookah there, uh, Puka. Excuse me. I, you know what? I have to go with that, man. I think the tight end from from the Lions losing them, yeah. it, it, losing him is huge. So I'm going to go with uh, with the Rams here, man. And uh, and we're we're going to see a heck of a game, nonetheless. But I'm going to go with the Rams. Yeah, okay, Walk. I agree with you. I've got the Rams winning this one too. Like for me, the Rams have been like the picture of just under the radar this year. Right? It's not a team I really paid a whole lot of attention to. Wasn't a team that I really thought had a chance to make any noise. Kind of were up and down. Got off to a slow start in the beginning of the year, but here we are, and they're in the playoffs, and they're looking like they're going to be a formidable opponent. So. I'm with you, man. I Look, and I know the Lions have been a really great story this year, but there's just something about this Rams team that I think they're going to find a way to get it done. So I'm, I'm going to take the Rams. Britt, who you got? I don't know, guys. <laughs> I'll be honest <laughs> with you. Um, I'm not saying the Lions are getting – they may be getting C.J. Garner-Johnson back, if I can recall. Um, so that'll help. I know they're, that'll help boost that back into the defense. They have uh, – is it Hutchinson? <clears throat> Is that his name? Yeah. 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 Yep. Yes. yeah. My goodness, is he talented? Um, 
uh, I know they lost Laporta, but they still have a lot of talent on that defensive. I'm sorry, offensive side of the ball. They have Jameer Gibbs. They have uh, Amar Amar St. Brown. Yeah. But the Rams, you know, Matthew Stafford, he's experienced just as Jared Goff. Matthew Stafford won the Super Bowl a few year, a couple years ago. Um, geez, that rookie Puka, what's his name? Puka, Puka. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah. Pikachu, Pikachu. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Beat my man uh, up for the Pro Bowl, which that's another who's, argument. Who's your man? Brandon Ayuk, man. Brandon, he don't be Brandon. Uh, Ayuk, I, well, I mean, you gotta give Puka credit though. He had an I'll give it not, for, not more credit than for for, for, a, for a rookie. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think this is a much closer matchup than what people <clears> say it will be. For for the sake of argument. You got two people go with the Rams. I actually hope the Rams win as well. Um, but you know what? I'm gonna go with the Lions on this one. I got I'm gonna give them their fair share of credit. I know they lost potentially lost the Porter. They say he will likely miss the game, so we don't know what that means just yet. But I, I think there's they got something to them as well. So I think this game's gonna be close. Yeah, yeah. I could see it being a, a close game. Come down to the fourth mm-hmm. quarter for sure. All right, last game of the weekend, Eagles, Bucks. Brits, Philadelphia Eagles, who, whoo, I don't Can know. I That's all I say is I don't know. But Brit, yeah, go ahead. We'll, we'll talk to us. What's going to happen with these Eagles? The Bucks are hot and ready to go. How do you see it playing out? Just remember, K-Walk, when I got mad at this team, you was like, they're 10-1, and one, or no, they're 8-1. and one. Remember you sold me that, and I was like, I don't know. But <laughs> I didn't tell you that a record sold you that. I was going with now, the record. Honestly, what, what you mad about? There's something in one. I was just like, yeah, one. can't argue with that. No. Um, what Eagle team we gonna get? We gonna get the last four or five weeks Eagle team, or are we gonna get the first nine? I say the first five weeks. After that fifth or sixth week, I wasn't too sure about this team. Um, if we get what they just showed. I don't know. Playing possum, I don't believe that in sports. <laughs> Why play possum? I mean, it's a possibility. I do. I believe that. No, I believe there's something more than just talent that's the issue. There's something internally going on that's not being spoken about. And we'll find out um, in the offseason. Stuff is always going to happen because you're going to let somebody go and they're going to cry out to the media or complain about it in the media. Um, there's something going on here. And I don't think these players believe in this head coach. I honestly don't. They respect him. They respect him. I don't know if they believe what he's saying as of right now. I know it sounds crazy, k Um, but when I watch this team, I don't see any effort. I, I really don't. I don't see effort. I've seen James Bradbury in a Giants game make one play from effort, and I have not seen that in probably since week three. He dove out to uh, get a ball. That's the most effort I've seen from this team in weeks. And that's what I was concerned about throughout the entire year. There's no effort. Tackling, there's no effort. These guys don't attack anybody. They wait for it. How you play by waiting for the the offensive player to come to you? Um, When I see them tackle, not one of them wrap up. They got these lazy ways of going to try to make a tackle. I Like, if something's not clicking, offensively, there's no – they run the same four or five plays. I could tell you what they're going to run. So I don't know which team you're going to get. And by my account, it's playoff time. So you're usually going to get what you're going to get towards the end of the season. So if that's the case, 
the Bucks are blitzers. I know you beat the Bucks in week two or three. I might have to go with the Bucks on this one. Might be out of my mind crazy, wow. but I might literally have to go on the Bucks. That hurts. I know that hurts. Like, no, nah, it don't hurt. Wow. Okay, well, I'm, I'm an Eagles fan. I'm an Eagles fan my entire life. When did mm-hmm. they win? In 2017. I was born in the 90s. So that was how many years I had to experience not winning. You don't talk about how long I lost. <laughs> Jake is testing. I'm testing it. <laughs> at least in their history, they had some rings. During my lifetime, well, I guess during my lifetime, none of these teams won, but still, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's that old, AJ. That's that so, old. as much as I want to go for the Eagles, I have to see. I don't want to hear it. Don't tell me anymore. I got to see it. And I don't see the effort. I don't see it. So, and what they're saying, I'm not even believing it as a fan. So, because of that, if it's how they're playing right now, you got to go. How can you not go with the Bucks? They just got killed by Arizona and the Giants. Granted, you had some players out against the Giants, but they're still the Giants. Yeah. Yeah. For me, like you want to go into the playoffs playing your best football. And and obviously over the last four or five weeks, that just has not been the case for the Philadelphia Eagles. And I've been saying all year, like some, even when they were winning, something just looks off about this team. Something just doesn't seem right about this team. And I think too, like, when you lose your offensive and defensive coordinator, I know like people are like, oh, they bring someone else in, but that doesn't always mean that it's going to work. Like it right. doesn't always mean that the guys calling the plays and calling the defenses are going to have you in the best situations to succeed. So I just feel like they have a lot of things working against them. And I don't know, man, I just don't know a lot of teams, especially in football that can just flip the switch. Like, Oh, we haven't played well in five weeks, but now we're just going to turn it on. Maybe in another sport, you might be able to pull that off in football. I'm not so sure. Um, with that being said, though, I, I mean, I still think they have a chance to win the game. Like, it's not like the Bucks are a juggernaut or anything like that. But mm-hmm. I just think the Eagles haven't played well over the last five weeks. And I just feel like momentum is working against them. So I'm, I'm going to take the Bucks as well, Britt. I, I think it'll be a good game. Mm-hmm. I think the Eagles will show up. But I think the Bucks will get out of there with a win. K-Walk, what you got? K-Walk, yeah, real no. quick, before you go. Sure. Um, my, my other thing is... Then you tried to change your coordinator towards the end of the season. How? Why? I, I know things weren't working with the pre the original coordinator, but at least the players know his calls. Know you know whatever it may be with that particular defense. Now you got Matt Patricia calling Sean Desai's uh, uh def- using Sean Desai's defense, but then throwing his own thing in it with the last. Yeah, three four weeks. I don't know if that you don't have enough time for that. When the yeah. Bills did it offensively, bye week. When the 49ers were struggling a little bit, bye week. That was well way, and they kept the same coordinator, but they made some changes. That was what week eight or something. So you had yeah. time. You did it towards playoffs to get a start. I don't know if that yeah. was enough time. Now the players look confused, and they look confused on the field. Yeah, and Britt, you know what? It's funny you say that because I was going to ask you before I give my assessment on this. Mm-hmm. It's like because you're 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 more in tune into the mm-hmm. the, 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 uh, the Eagles than, than than Jay and I are. What is the difference there? I mean, what what has happened in your eyes? I know you you mentioned everything, but a lot of people are talking about and, and correct me if I'm wrong that 
uh, Sirianni has lost the locker room. What has changed that he's lost the locker room? I mean, from because it seems like a lot of people are saying, you know, I'm and I'm not even trying to be funny here, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, by any stretch. But since that 49ers game, they kind of, you know, you know, mm-hmm. lost their psyche, if you will. Not saying it's the 49ers, not saying it's that game, but what 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 are you hearing there? Because you're more in tune. I don't think the 49ers had anything to do with it. I don't think so either, but I'm just saying. If just you look defensively, defensively, it was well before the 49ers defensively. Um, I know they did well with the Bills, against the Bills, but even offensively, it's just like, to me, I think teams are figuring out what they're doing offensively because if you look at these games, like I said earlier, I know what plays they're going to call. I'm not a football player. I've never played football my entire life. You are recycling the same plays over and over again. You have your players come out and say, why are we keep running these deep routes? Nick Sirianni is a former wide receiver, former wide receiver coach from when he played during his high school and I think college days. He likes these big explosive plays that gets his gets the receiver the ball. Sometimes you got to switch it up. Why when teams are blitzing, you want to have all your guys make vertical routes? That takes time to develop. What time does Jalen Hurts have? You're not making things easier. He's still a young quarterback that's still trying to learn the game. No running backs going to pop out, give him some relief, you know, the tight end to help out. You know, when you look at their pass protection, they had the same pass protection every single play. Where's the max pass, prote- pass protection? Change it up. Just switch it up. I think that's what we're, 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 we're crying for, for a change in, in the calls that are being played or are made. You know, Christian McCaffrey, live on air. Uh, as soon as the Eagles ran it, or uh, right before the Eagles ran it, he called the play out. He's an offensive player. If he can do it on offense, you know these defensive coordinators know what you're throwing at them. You have to switch it up. So, and I just think the players are like, look, we respect this guy. Look what he's done since he's coming to the league. But there's something that's not clicking with these guys, and you can see it. Um, and I think the coordinators are having struggling as well. Um, Shane Steichen, that's a huge miss. Jonathan Gannon, I don't know if that's quite a huge miss because I feel like they might still be in a situation. Um, but I think that's more philosophy of the organization standpoint on that, on how they play that defense versus the coordinators. But something's got to give. This is it. You either win this game or you go home. All right. Jay, let me ask you this question but real quick, and I'll give you my assessment. Is A.J. Brown a go on uh, on Sunday? Yeah, he's a go. Oh, Saturday? I'm sorry. A oh, Monday night, Monday night. Yeah, I, I think he's, he's a go. Saying, right? so. Yeah. All right. I'll, so with that being said, I'm going to take the Eagles. I'm taking the Eagles and a close one, 21-17. You think I'm being too harsh, K-Walk? <laughs> I think you are. I really do. I'm taking the Eagles. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> I want the Eagles, Eagles to win. Close one. Okay. Look, and I, I can see the... that happening as well. Um, I can too. You know. I want them to win. I... Ooh, them last couple games, though. Ooh. I know. Yeah. All right, y'all. We talked about all the games. If you had to lay down some money on one team that you're the most confident that's going to win this weekend, K-Walk, if you had to put a significant amount of money Ooh. down and you said, I know so-and-so is going to win this that's weekend, easy. who are you the most Ooh. confident in? Um. Oh, my God. We laid out all those teams. I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm going to say the uh, – who's uh, – Oh my goodness! Who the Bills? The Bills are playing. Bills, Steelers, yeah. Cowboys, Packers. I'm going Bills. I'm going Bills. I'm going Bills. Bills. Okay. Bills. Okay. Britt, you said it was easy. Who you got? San Fran. 
They ain't playing this weekend. That's why she know they ain't gonna win. I mean, they ain't gonna lose. They ain't gonna lose. They're not gonna lose. Uh, Ravens. No, I'm just playing. Um, I'm gonna go with again. I love this team, but I'm gonna go with the Browns. I'm gonna go. With okay. The okay. I'm gonna go with the team that has won 16 straight at home. I'm going with the Cowboys. They, they're they're unbeatable at home, uh, and I think that will continue. So I'm going with my Cowboys. Least confident, K Walk. If you had to put some money up and you were like, well, I'm giving this money away, who are you least confident in this weekend? I'm going to stay with the same team. I'm going to Steelers. <laughs> I'm going to okay. say Steelers. Least confident in the Steelers. Steelers yeah. Britt, what say you? Uh, uh, I'm trying to look at the games again. Um, the least confident. The least confident. This might be wild and out the box, but. I'm going with the Dolphins. Okay. That's that's an outrageous one, but I'm going with the Dolphins on this one. Right. Real quick, we're good quick, guys. Shout out to my man Eric Spolcher. Just got just got extended and, and it's made one of the highest paid, <laughs> uh, highest paid coaches in the NBA. Shout out to my man. Hey, he de- he deserves right. every penny of it. He yes, deserves he does. every penny of it. Right. I'm gonna go with the Eagles only because of expectations. I think people obviously the Eagles come into this season with high expectations, haven't played well the last five weeks. I'm Wait, not time confident out. Time they out. Can get it done. Go time ahead, Britt. Didn't you say ex- last year you said expectations change over the course of the season? They absolutely do. Okay, so their expectation has changed right now. <laughs> But I'm, do just, that. I'm just saying I'm not very <laughs> confident. I'm not I'm not Look, very confident. I'm just that's my least confident. I, I can't disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I just K Walk said I was harsh. K Walk said I was harsh. So I, yeah. I can't I gotta root for my team. Though. And honestly, like I again, I like I don't necessarily believe in sw- flipping the switch, but you know, it doesn't take long to get right. Like if they could find a right. way to beat the Bucks. Then, then you never know, right? So I'm on it, it's going to be. Hey, hey, Brent, let me ask you this question: Did you, Brent, Brent, did you really have that much confidence in the Texans winning the AFC South more than I you did? Have I know, I, but, but over your your Eagles winning right now, oh, in a playoff playoff game. Wait, say again. Your Texans. Mm-hmm. You, you're, I'm, I don't call them your Texans. You picked them, so I'm calling them your Texans That's to fine. win that South. How much confidence over did you the have Eagles winning the NFC East? Or no, just winning this weekend. Oh, um, wait, you talking about the wild round or the, the division? I'm confused. This, this weekend, this weekend, they're playing or this Sunday, this Monday, Monday, when they play the uh, Buccaneers. Do you have confidence in the Eagles winning? Oh, and the Eagles, you, you don't have confidence Texans. in that. I thought my, you said Texans. I'm confused. All right, my bad. Let me rephrase <laughs> I was, that. I was like, wait, the Texans? So you seem to have more, more confidence in okay. the Texans yes. winning oh. than you do your, your Eagles. So that's no, 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 no. Okay. No, no. All right. Go ahead, Jay. No, I'm no, sorry no. about that. It's this. just sorry, the, the Eagles look not good right now. So I have the Browns winning that round. I don't okay. – I think Texans are not experienced enough. The Eagles right. can win the, the Bucks. Are they going to play right? All right, let me let me slip these two things in real quick because it's getting late. Um, a lot was made about the Falcons coach Arthur Smith this weekend, upset with that late touchdown. So, so two questions, K Walk. One, did Smith have a right to be upset? And then two, like, <laughs> how do you feel about Jameis orchestrating that whole thing and punching it in? Was Jameis wrong for punching it in? Um, 
No, if, you know, if, if if it's true what Jameis said after the fact, saying that it was a team decision, um, I, I it's a division rival, Jay. They're trying to, uh, to embarrass them as much as they possibly can. The Saints had a chance to go go. I mean, to to get a playoff game, depending on what happened with the uh, I think the Bucks and uh, and other teams, Seahawks and uh, another team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think they're absolutely right. You know, you 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 put it down, man. You you add injury, insult to injury, man. You throw the salt in the wound, whatever you know, you know, whatever analogies you want to <laughs> use there or puns you want to use there. Throw them in there, absolutely. And we all knew they knew that that Arthur Smith wasn't going to be the head coach on yeah. you know the following day. Yeah. So yeah, that's probably why Arthur Smith came out and said what he said, and you know said. You know, we heard the audio. If you didn't hear the audio, ladies and gentlemen, go back to it uh, on YouTube. Um, but yeah, I mean, I have no problem with it. They were right, and and Jay, um, I'm I'm good with it. It's a division rivalry. Neither one of these teams. I think they. I, I don't think the Saints knew they were going to uh, get in their playoffs because of everything that, that transpired. So I'm good with it. I'm good with it. Yeah, man, I, I never understand when coaches get upset like that. Like, stop someone. Like, if you don't want to score, stop them. Period. Or stop throwing the ball at the end of the game and then they don't mm-hmm. get the interception and, and return it down to the one right. yard line. Like, so I don't know why coaches do that. I don't have an issue with what Jameis did. Jameis is funny, man. I love the it. only thing, maybe, if I was going to nitpick it, is like, don't get in the victory formation and then punch it in. <laughs> line up in a regular formation and punch it in but i'm i'm still okay with it either way i'm fine with it i don't i don't like brit shannon sharp was saying they should cut Jameis immediately for what he did i don't understand that at all but how did you feel about that situation stop them like y'all said stop them if you don't want them to score then stop them um look i i don't have a problem with it like look I understand sportsmanship or sportsmanship to me is after the game, you shake hands. Yeah. While the clock is ticking, you score as much as you can. That, like, that's the name of the game. Um, victory formation was, but I think it was mainly came about because you didn't want your players to get um, injured. Prior to that, prior to victory formation, I guarantee you they was taking it right in that end zone. So I don't have a problem with it, Shannon Sharp. You was a player at one point in time. What are you talking about? Yeah. Because if it was your team doing that, if you were a part of the Saints, he would enjoy it. Yeah. That was one of his worst takes I've ever seen. He is calling Jameis a loser's mentality. Like, just way too far far with that one. Um, All right. Last thing, guys, before we'll do rant and then, okay, we got to get K Walk segment in here as well. but last chance to revisit your Super Bowl picks. If you want to make any changes as we're going into the playoffs, I know I got some revisions to mine. K-Walk, where are you at on your Super Bowl picks? You feeling good or do you need to make any changes? Jay, I, I don't want to do this. Um, either way, I got two teams that I want to pick here. But um, you know what? I'm going to do it. Heck. I have no control. I don't have enough power. I'm going to go Eagles versus the the, the Ravens. I'm going to go Eagles versus Ravens. Mm-hmm. I, 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 the Philadelphia I, Eagles versus the Ravens. Yeah, I, I think I think the Where's Eagles the are site? playing awesome. What site? No, you think they're playing. So you agree with Chad? All right, wait. This is a joke. 
It's not a joke. I, I think the Eagles are playing possum right now. I think the Eagles are playing possum. Yeah, I thought that too. I just don't know. No, you're 49ers. Well, that's I'm not, waiting for no. the joke to come out, psych. There's no, <laughs> no, I'm not going. I think I, I think our game. kicker's not going. I think Walk's our kicker's going to mess it up. Hey, Walk's got Eagles, Ravens. All right, Britt, you need to make any changes? I'm always now, wrong. With, and keep this now, in mind, Asia. I'm always wrong with my prediction. I'm here you say you're always wrong in your prediction. So that's basically psych. Oh, my next, I'm sorry. Yeah, who you got, Britt? Ooh, let's see. Hmm. It's like I want to go with the Ravens, but why do I feel like somebody's going to bounce back up in front? It's like I want to go with the Ravens, and I know that new Super Bowl logo got the purple and the red to yep. match the Ravens yep. and San Francisco 49ers, which if that comes to fruition, we could tell NFL has been scripting some stuff here. <laughs> and been scripting it for a long time. I'm putting it out there. Um I want to go with the Ravens so bad. <laughs> I don't know why I want to go with the Bills all of a sudden. They just kind of been hitting a little bit. You know what? I'm going with K-Walk. I'm going to go with some outrageous take here. I'm going to stick with the 49ers. I'm going with the 49ers on that side. I'm going to go with the Bills on the other side. Okay. Okay. I like that, Britt. I think I'm going to go Ravens. They just look... They, they look, look like great. the best team in the AFC. I, I, I just got to go Ravens. I haven't been a huge Lamar Jackson fan, but he's 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 getting it done. So I'm going to go Ravens. And since K-Walk has took the liberty to eliminate his 49ers, I got to go with the Dallas Cowboys here, guys. I, I, I think this is the year. This is the year that they figure out a way to get into the Super Bowl. I'm not going to stamp them the, the, the Super Bowl champs just yet, but I think they're going to be in the game. So give me Cowboys Ravens. That's my. I can't. <laughs> I had to do it again. I cannot do it. I, it he's driving me insane with this. He don't learn from the last 30 years. I know he can still hear us, guys. He can hear us. <laughs> Come you got on, some Rick. sense now. You got some sense. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, all I'll say is let's just wait and see. Let's Are just the wait Cowboys going to beat the Niners? They got dusted by the Niners. Everybody got dusted. Well, by the if you hear it from K Walk, they're not going to have to play the Niners because the Cowboys. I said they want to play the Niners. I said well, they want the Niners before getting there. So see, the Niners yeah. are going to have to play. Um, they play the lowest seed that advances. Which right. could, which could, if the Eagles find a way to win, it could could be the Eagles and the Niners in in, in next right. week's game. It could also so. be uh, uh, who did y'all say was, might beat the Lions? The Rams, the Rams could also could be, be the, the Rams, Rams as well. Yeah, which mean the Eagles then go to Dallas. Yes, yes, which is going to be a very difficult game for the Eagles. That's what I want to see. I don't think it's. Gonna I want to see difficult. two division rivals play. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be that difficult. I want to see the Rams 49ers, and I want to see the Cowboys. I'd like to see that too, K. Walk. That would be perfect. That would be perfect. Although as bad as the Eagles been playing, they still split. They did split every year. They did split. So. That that could go either which way. Could go either um, way. But don't could get too confident. Way. At home, <laughs> one, two, out. or all of us will be happy, <laughs> or none of us could be happy. So you know, it's all or nothing <laughs> for the moment. All right, K. Walk. Let's I just do the Cowboys. There, that's all. 
I know you don't. Brit. Let's keep the tradition for the last 20, 30 let's years. Let's not. Let's break <laughs> it. <laughs> um, okay, Walkman, let's do in or out of bounds and then we'll, right. we'll hit our rants and then we'll get right. we'll get out of here. All right, we got uh, we got I'm, I have five here, but I'll, I'll keep it limited because of the uh, time we're pressed for time. So the first one we kind of alluded to this, so it's kind of a, a, a decent segue. Britt, I'll start with you, ladies first. Uh, Jameis Wilson, uh, J- Wesley, Wilson, uh, Jameis <laughs> Winston, but no, because I he has I'm looking at something else anyway. Jameis Winston will be a starter next season, inbounds or out of bounds. For who? Uh, I'm sorry, uh, anyway, no. <laughs> I'm going out of bounds on this one. Um, I I don't think teams have much confidence in him. I I think he's a good teammate. I think he's a pretty good backup. But I just feel like if it's any team's first option, they're not going with Jameson Winston. So I think that's out of bounds. Yeah, I I agree with you, Britt, hundred percent. I say out of bounds. I agree. Like I think he's a good backup. I think guys in the locker room like him. Uh, but I don't know that there's a team that's going to be ready to say he's our guy going forward. So I'm going to say out of bounds. All right, cool. So uh, the other guy I'm trying to <laughs> incorporate in that in that segment, uh, Russell Wilson will start for the Atlanta Falcon, Falcons next season. Inbounds mm-hmm. or out of bounds, Britt? <clears throat> Ooh. Um, hmm. He was kind of starting to hit his stride a little bit towards the end of the season. I think with that Denver Denver. Denver, I was gonna say Denver Nuggets. My goodness, but the Denver Broncos did to him was kind of shady. Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, because I'm like, who who's your quarterback after him? Um, so if he gets to the Falcons, I could say imbalance. I don't think that's too far fetched. I'm not sure if they too they're really sold on Desmond Ritter right now. And I think with the right situation, I really think Russell Wilson, as long as he comes in with the right mindset, can help this young squad with Bijan Robinson and Drake London and hopefully hopefully get Kyle Pitts the ball more I think he would target Kyle Pitts a lot more amen, than Desmond amen. Ritter so I'm gonna say in the yeah man this is tough because I do think he's gonna be a starter I'm just not sure it's gonna be with the Falcons so right. I think I'm gonna go out of bounds here K Walk. I think the Falcons are hoping and praying that the Bears uh move on from Justin Fields because I yeah. think the Falcons think Justin Fields would be an excellent fit in this mm-hmm. offense with these young players, with his ability to move around and run and protect himself. So I, I'm going to say Russ will be starting, but not for the Falcons. So that's just going to be out of bounds for me. All right, good stuff. All right, I'm going to switch it up a little bit here. I want to go to the uh, NBA right now. And mm-hmm. Brittany, uh, Britt, I should say uh, the Knicks will be in the Eastern Conference Finals this mm-hmm. year. Inbounds or out of bounds? They're having a nice run. It's exciting. It's cool. I know for basketball, um, it's important, you know, uh, that they do decent. <laughs> um, they can't be lousy. New York's the mecca uh, basketball um, as regarding, but out of bounds. No, you know, as talented as they are, and I love the OG Ananobi pickup. I was mad because I wanted him to my sisters, but they went and got him. They're, I don't think they're going to overcome Boston or you know, those top tier. The Bucks. Yeah. Yeah, the Bucks. Um if the Your Sixers, Sixers, trade, Your Sixers trade for someone and they could stay healthy. The Sixers gotta stay healthy. I don't think in the seven game series that they're gonna get past them. So out of bounds. Yeah, right, I agree with Britt a hundred percent. I don't think they're they're better than the Bucks, Sixers or the Celtics. I don't see how they get to the finals out of bounds. Throw the heat right, in there too. Indiana. Yeah. 
yeah. Cleveland. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland, Indiana, wow. Right. All right. All right. Good stuff, JR. That's all I have right there. Uh, so I'll turn it back over to you, brother. All right. Good stuff, K Walk. Let's do our rant, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, every week we get what I get one minute. Say whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind. Just get to get it off your chest. It could be positive, negative, however you want to go with it. I don't have a rant this week, but I'm going to sit back and enjoy K-Walk and Britt's rant. K-Walk, I know you're raring to go. You also have a backup. Well, you want Britt yeah. to go first in case yeah, in case y'all have to yeah, say let one? Yeah, let Britt go first. All no, right. K-Walk, you go first. Go first. Okay. okay. All right. All right. You know what? I, um, you know what? Sure. It's the time. We talked about it all, all show long, ladies and gentlemen. We talked about the playoffs and how much we want to see all of these matchups. We give our thoughts and predictions. My rant today is, why is the playoffs being played on Peacock, being shown on Peacock, oh, ladies yes. and gentlemen? Yeah, yeah. I have a total issue. I have Peacock, ladies and gentlemen, but I'm I'm here to advocate for those who do not yes. who have Peacock. All right. So it's it's just disrespectful to these guys, I mean, to these these people, not just guys, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize for that. To these people who don't have it, and then just and it should be on local TV, it should be just a normal broadcast. You know what? I get it, NFL. You know, it's about the shield, it's about the money, but come on, how much money? Are you really going to make off of this one particular right. game on Peacock? Allow that to go and allow these, allow these people, everyone who doesn't have access to Peacock, to watch this game because it's one of the most watchable games this time of the year, especially. So my rant is, come on, NFL, let, allow everyone to, to view these games without having uh, without having the uh, the ability to to uh, uh, to need uh, Peacock. So that's my rant there, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, walk well, 100%, man. I agree. I have Peacock too, but it's just annoying. Like, I just yeah. don't want to go to Peacock to watch a football game. Seriously. I will, but I don't want to. <laughs> and then right. and all the people, like you said, who don't have it, right? Like, come on. So, yeah, I'm with you 100% there. Britt, what I you got to get for, off your chest? I call for a Monique strike. A peacock, no, <laughs> no. Um, mm, I won't be too harsh. I'm not gonna be too harsh. K walk, he kind of calmed me down from still my team. <laughs> so in that case, I gotta come at Vikings fans. Vikings fans, why are y'all messaging me, uh, DMing me, uh, texting me, calling me, so forth, commenting, <laughs> whatever <laughs> about how poorly my Eagles are doing? I see. I got a TV. I know what's going on here. But answer me one question. Where's your team? Who do they play next week? Right. <laughs> but they, they'll be playing with the with, with the controller trying to put, figure out how to figure out Peacock this weekend. What are we talking about? How Wait, you got a broader. I, I, I know. I don't like to do the ring thing because Eagles only got one, but we got the one. In the last six years, I think it was six years ago, right? Six years ago, it's starting to get a little distance. We're getting, now got to fix that, Eagles. But I'm sorry, Vikings, Vikings fans, where's yours? What's going on here? So stop with the texting, the calling, the DMing, the commenting, whatever, because your team is sitting with me on the couch watching the games. We're going to enjoy it together, eat some popcorn. Maybe somebody <laughs> can cook some dinner. I'm not cooking for y'all because I don't like Vikings fans. Y'all are starting to become the Dallas Cowboys fans, which now, is out of my mind. Jay? Actually, you know what, Jay? I respect the Dallas Cowboys fan better because, you know, we had a long – we got a, we got a, 
a, a love-hate relationship with the Dallas Cowboys. You know, we, we really do. Uh, maybe not so Mostly much love. Hate. But, yeah, I was going to say, not much, <laughs> so much love. But these Vikings fans are driving me insane. You came here so many years ago. Are you still mad because we took – you destroyed our city. You came and tried to mess up our city, and we beat you. That was in 2017. It's time to get past it, okay? Right now, you're losers. And the way my Eagles are looking, I'm not so sure if they're going to win or not. So <laughs> what is the problem? <laughs> hey, Brent, I got to say hats off to your network to having a no Vikings fan. I don't know one Vikings fan, but you know multiple sounds like yes. they're coming at you. So I'm just I'm just impressed with your with your network. But <laughs> the crazy well, I don't even know how they became Vikings fans. They're not from Minnesota. That's no, I'm from Minnesota. They're from they here do. or California. They're from here or California. It makes no sense to me. <laughs> All right, good stuff, Britt. That, that, that's that's good stuff. They must be miserable. So they're just looking for somebody to drag down. You know what I mean? Um, Miserapolis. <laughs> All right, K Walk, before we get out of here, man, tell the people um, where they can find you. Obviously, I'm pretty sure we know what you're looking forward to this week but yeah tell the people where they can find you man yeah just uh just uh just more football you know more sports here ladies and gentlemen playoffs uh for sure shout out to my son uh braylon his birthday is on saturday 19th birthday uh ladies and gentlemen just to shout out to him um you can find me on instagram uh kevin.walker142 facebook kevin walker instagram at kevin walker142 um for sure and you can catch me tomorrow night uh, with my co-host uh, E. Scott, a sports talk with K. Walk and E. Scott on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio Media Network, 7 p.m. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, look that up. Uh, Britt, we invited you. I know what you said. I'll <laughs> you be know. Uh, <laughs> right. Oh, oh, wow. I said, but I did say as long as I'm not in the hospital. So I know, I'm not in the hospital. Not I survived the Eagles embarrassing me. I'm good. <laughs> You know, I thought I had to go have high blood pressure and sanity going on, but I'm good. So I'll, I'll be there. Brett, I've been there. I've done that. So we, we understand. We appreciate you. E. Scott wanted me to, to, to reach out to you on that one. Jason Collins, you are more than welcome, as always, brother, to join us um, for sure. So uh, tomorrow night, uh, Sports Talk was K-Walk and E. Scott. Never had it so good sports radio on your podcast and wherever you get your podcast, ladies and gentlemen, for sure. All right, good stuff, K-Walk. You guys can find me at Jason Talk Sports on all social media platforms. And yeah, man, I just can't wait for the weekend. We got we got some great football, long weekend because of MLK Day, so it's going to be yes. a lot of fun for sure. Go ahead, get it out. Britt, what like, say you? I feel like you want to get a cowboy. No, I, I'm not. I'm not going to say a word, Britt. <laughs> I'm not going to say a word. Um, you guys can find me on Instagram, uh, TikTok, Twitter. I still call it Twitter. At Britt and Monique. It's on the screen. And I'm looking forward to basketball. It's starting to ramp up no, more, uh, especially college basketball, which I'm really looking forward Tar Heels. to. Go Tar Heels. Go Heels. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm kind of going for Kentucky this year. I don't really have a men's basketball team, but I'm going for Kentucky. Look, I got to support, right support the two hometowners, yeah. Dick Wagner and yeah. Justin Edwards. So yep. I got to support those guys. Um, <laughs> outside Drop of that, I don't like the Kentucky. Um, but, of course, you know, football. And I know I've been harsh on them. I know they can get on my nerves. They kind of like I'm not. Uh, they kind of like that significant other that you love them, but like it's time to go in the other room, crowd in my space. So that's how I look at my Eagles right now. You know, I, I got a love for them, but I don't like them right now. But I'm gonna say go Eagles. I always gotta say go Eagles. All right. All right. Fly Eagles. Don't fly Eagles this week. No, no, no Eagles ain't. You flying. want me to sing? 
fly, eagles fly. No, okay. I don't know. <laughs> All right, y'all. That was a lot of fun. I got to say, yeah. this can walk the line of the night. Would you say? I'm like a man with no hands. I have no. I'm, I'm not was, feeling it. I'm not was, feeling it. That was the line of the night. <laughs> We gotta, gotta, we gotta, gotta go through and put a, a, a video edit together of all all of Kate Walks online. Yeah, yes. <laughs> sure. Hey man, listen, I, I missed the show so much, man. I had him, I, you know. I just come with it, man. Let's come with it. The show brings out the best in me. We had a, a plethora of Kate Walks <laughs> <laughs> one, one oh, tonight. Like, great lesson, great lesson, great, all like, right, great listener, gentlemen. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening. We'll be back next Tuesday to talk about all the results of these games. Do us a favor, hit that subscribe, hit that like, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. For Brittany Jones, Kevin Walker, I'm Jason Collins. We'll see you guys next week. Go Eagles. Go Cowboys. Go Eagles. You're inside Never Handed So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports.